pig, Ron, Ronnie, up in this house. Ron, Ron. Ron's in this house. Fucking dry pussy all night long. <laughs> big Ron's in this house. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. I know we missed last week's episode, getting hundreds of emails. People are nervous. They're like, where's my episode? What happened? Do we need to rush you sandwiches? Are you hungry? Do you not have the energy to get an episode out? Other people, they've started going after Optimum. They're like, what are you doing to Rob's internet that we can't get our episode? But honestly... No one's at fault. I'm eating good sandwiches. I've got the optimum internet connection, at least at the moment, that I need to both watch porn and put out episodes. That's not what went wrong. What went wrong, and I've made this error before, I've done this before where you decide, hey, one Zoom is not enough. I need to record this thing on multiple Zooms at the same time, and I'll sync it in post. I'll conduct three interviews at the same time. I'll have the entire Shedcast gang again, uh, together. We'll merge it in post, and guess what? It never fucking works. I royally fucked up sound. I really fucked up trying to book people for interviews, but it's fine. So here's what's going to go on. You guys are going to get an epic double run your mouth tonight. It's like a it's like a double feature. Go, go to your movie theater that's probably closed. Demand some popcorn. Demand one of those fountain sodas. Uh, get some extra butter so you can jerk yourself off while you're eating your own popcorn at home. Do whatever you need to do to prepare yourself for a double run your mouth because that's what's happening. It's a double feature. Here's what's going on. I've got a Supreme Court decision that came out this week that I found fascinating. I want to break that down. That's probably going to be about the first 20 minutes. Then I've got a three-way interview because I messed up on times. I tried to conduct three different interviews at the same time, but they're pretty interesting. Audio quality, not ideal, unless Sid Floyd works his magic. Sid Floyd might work his magic. He's thinking that he can work out that we're, we're, you know, place your bets now. BetDSI.com. Find out whether or not Sid Floyd could work out the details on how to sync audio that I couldn't sync, but honestly, I got frustrated really easily and gave up and did a lot of drinking. So, you know, it's not like it's rocket science, and he's not Harrington, so he might figure it out. Um... (laughs) that's fine they're chilling in the background they're indulging me it's two in the morning we've been drinking all night and we're getting after it uh but also check out their shit shedcast show i've been hanging out there and uh we've been doing great episodes it's a lot of fun so absolutely check that out um so i man i'm getting lost in my thoughts here so let's recap cold opening right now breaking down some supreme court shit then we've got a three-way interview which is a lot of fun and then we've got your your normal run your mouth hanging out in the shed with some original music um the supreme court decision that i want to break down because it was kind of i don't know it's a fascinating little highlight on both general mass media propaganda and the failures of our government structure and how the supreme court doesn't work i think ideally The way I I operate or the way I view government is I see human beings, even myself, as being compulsive dumbasses. This is kind of why I somewhat like Jefferson. I think you look at what Jefferson did as a human being. He was a shitty individual, but he understood that individuals were shitty. And so we need government like structures that will kind of confine people and make sure that they don't use exert their shittiness. We got to confine people. People by nature are kind of shitty. And so. One of the government structures is that we're supposed to have this Supreme Court that keeps a check on what the other institutions are doing. And it's like this one perfect document where they were forward looking. They constrain the powers of government. And that's how this system is going to work. And it doesn't work. And then sometimes you see things that the Supreme Court does and you're like, Jesus Christ, if we were supposed to have a democracy, this isn't like the, the structure here doesn't even work. That's what interests me. Can we can we create a structure by which democracy? 
democracy could function and we could have a good government. Is that theoretically possible? And then you see some of these things happen within the Supreme Court and you're like, well, they're getting it completely wrong. And so here was the issue that I came across that I wanted to discuss and we're going to get into the weeds and this might be a little bit more technical than your typical run your mouth. But, you know, if you don't like it, hop ahead to the interview. And if you don't like that, hop ahead to the spoof songs, you know, enjoy run your mouth however you want to enjoy it. I'm not judging you. Uh, So the decision that was passed was essentially uh, they do a census. And when they do a census of the population, they use that data to establish both congressional seats. I think that there's some sort of an impact on um, voting in with the uh, with the Electoral College, but I'm not 100 percent on that. And then there's also an impact on the federal funding in terms of how much federal funds are received by each state. And these things are determined by population. So you would think if congressional seats, representation, and also federal funding was being established by a census, it would be a census of U.S. citizens only. You would think that both representation in government and also federal funding would be things that are reserved to to American citizens, and so we would only count American citizens. However, the Constitution uses the language of persons, and so everybody agrees that even illegal residents, people that are not citizens of the country, don't pay taxes, snuck in, uh, are here illegally, are supposed to be counted, and states that have a lot of illegal aliens should both get more representation and more funding. That is something that everybody is in agreement of. It's something that I will challenge later on in this episode, but that's not even what the Supreme Court was discussing. Everybody is in agreement with that. The Supreme Court decision was about whether or not in the current census they should be allowed to ask a citizenship question and ultimately was rejected um, for essentially administrative reasons. And I want to break down why to me this concept of the Supreme Court rejecting things for administrative reasons does not make sense and gets in the way of us having a potential democracy that would be representative of us and basically, you know, just having good government. So the first thing just to kind of understand, just like the the short, here's the short synopsis on why this ruling is complete bullshit. And then we're going to get into some more of the technical details. So firstly is they ruled against it. They ruled that you're not allowed to, as a part of the census, have a question about whether or not people are American citizens. But now, if you look at U.S. history, in the past, more often than not, that question has been included in the census. So it's not non-constitutional to ask this question. Look at American history. More often than not, it was included. I think it's like early 2000s that they finally got rid of it. So it's allowed. It is 100% constitutional to have a question in the census whether or not people are U.S. citizens. The reason why the Trump administration was not allowed to include this question is because it's a part, as a a function of administrative law, they say that it wasn't done properly. The reason why they put in this request was not proper. However, even the people that rejected this said that you're allowed to go into government with an agenda to accomplish something. So like, let's say you get elected to any branch of government. It doesn't matter. And you think that something should be a part of U.S. law you can start to explore, hey, how can I implement this? That's okay. You can go into your job with an agenda. Let's just say as a theoretical, I'm just saying total theoretical, this doesn't make any sense, but let's just throw it out as a theoretical. You, before you got into the the Road Administration Highway Association of America, let's just pretend that that's a division of government, and you think that tolls 
are unconstitutional and you take that job because you feel that tolls are unconstitutional and you want to get rid of all tolls in the entire country and you want to explore how you can get rid of tolls, you can start having conversations with every branch of government, researching every law that ever happened and see how you can put forward that that's not unconstitutional. Going into your job with a um, agenda to get a law passed is not a indicative of the fact that that law shouldn't exist. That is okay to do. Now, in this case, let's just recap what this guy did. He came into government and he thought, hey, I think that the census should have a question about whether or not people are a U.S. citizen. He's allowed to do that. He then spoke to other branches of government and decided, hey, what can we do to get this passed? Because I think we should have the data about how many people are living in this country that aren't citizens. Once again, he's allowed to do that. Then he got the Department of Justice to say, hey, the reason that we are going to make this request is that we want to understand how many non-citizens are this country in order that we can, um, I think it was enforce voting standards and have a better understanding of how many non-citizens are here. Once again, valid reason. Ultimately, this was rejected in this case because the stated reason, which was that the Department of Justice wanted to have an understanding of this data, which is valid. The Department of Justice is allowed to make that request. It's reasonable that they would want to know this information. It's constitutional for this law to exist, but they ultimately rejected it because they didn't feel like the reason that was put forward, the Department of Justice reasons that they wanted to have a better understanding of the voting public and they wanted to make sure that they can enforce proper voting laws was not the reason that this law was actually put forward or the reason why this request was made. But once again, the request is constitutional and makes sense to make this request. The reason stated makes sense. And also you're allowed to take a government job and try and find a reason to pass a certain law. But in this case, they don't like the state of reason. So it was rejected. So let's just understand that the reason why this was rejected was incredibly thin. So now you might be wondering, all right, I've just heard you rant a whole bunch about the importance of whether or not there's a technical administration law about whether or not we're enforcing a census count. Why the fuck should I care? So here's some of the articles I want to highlight with information about the U.S. Census. And I'm going to read a couple paragraphs to you guys just to kind of showcase why this is important. So here's the first one. I don't even remember where I got this from. It might have been the Times, but why does Trump want an inaccurate census? So here, I'm reading the uh, paragraph from the article. It's hard to overstate the importance of the census to everyday life in the United States. The vast amount of demographic information it gathers determines who gets how much political power in Congress and the states. It steers more than a trillion dollars in federal funding for health care and other critical services. It guides long-term economic decisions by governments, corporations, and mom-and-pop stores. It helps determine the location of highways and schools, hospitals and housing, police and fire stations. All Americans, wherever they live and whatever their politics, depend on the census being as complete and accurate as possible. All right. New article. If an unauthorized immigrants are left out of the um, apportionment count, that's not the way that word is pronounced, um, California, Florida, and Texas are each likely to end up with one less House seat, while Alabama, Minnesota, and Ohio are each likely to hold on to a seat they would have otherwise lost after the 2020 census, according to estimates the Pew Research Center released on Friday. So in other words, counting non-citizens are going to lead to more congressional seats for certain areas and deprive other other areas of congressional seats. Now, this is from the actual Supreme Court document. Several states with a disproportionate share of non-citizens, for example, anticipating losing a seat in Congress, are qualifying for less federal funding if their populations are undercounted. 
So now I just want to kind of highlight the alternative of what some of this means. So is an agency allowed to act with intent to give political representation and financial resources to illegal immigrants? Is that something that was intended in our constitution that we can specifically put forward policies that ensures that there are resources and representation for people that are not citizens of our country? Let me read another article to you guys. Connecting the memo with the administration failed attempt to add the now blocked citizenship question to the 2020 census, the plaintiffs in the common cause lawsuit allege that all efforts are part of an unconstitutional concentrated effort to shift political power away from racial, racial and ethnic minorities, chiefly Latinos, to Republicans and non-Hispanic white people. So what would the inverse of that suggest? It would firstly suggest that this is a meaningful decision and that the status quo favors the Democrats. In other words, enforcing not allowing representation for people that are not citizens of this country in some way allows the Democrats to have more political power than the Republicans. So that's what's that's what's on the table here. And this is coming from them. It's just the direct inverse of what they're stating is that the status quo creates both more funding for um, certain areas because they have illegal people living there, and it creates more power for the Democrats at the expense of the Republicans. Last thing I want to read and point out the inverse, above average number of undocumented immigrants, immigrants, Trump's memo would hurt their rights to fair representation in Congress. Once again, I just want to point out, so in other words, are we fighting that non-citizens of this country are supposed to get representation. Is that really what we're looking for? So just moving forward in my notes, and we're going to skip this so you can keep moving forward. So here's just um, a couple things that I want to point out. So firstly is I think that this framework is backwards because I think people defending that we should have both representation and funds for illegal immigrants doesn't make sense. But that's not even what this conversation is about. This was rejected on a technicality because it, they think it may lead to less answered questions. Now, I want to point out why this framework makes absolutely no sense. I wrote down the number here of um, 39... That number's inaccurate, so I'm going to skip it. Okay, here's the point that I was trying to make here. Let's just say as a theoretical that you had in California a million citizens and 38 million people that were illegal. Entirely theoretical situation. You've got 1 million U.S. citizens and 38 million people in the state of California that are illegal immigrants. Do you guys think that California should still get the most federal funding of any state? Would you think that that should be true? I, I think the, the you got to look at the numbers they make. I mean, the amount of federal funding that goes to California. But if California only had 1 million citizens and 30 million non-citizens, do you think that they should get the same level of federal funding? Do you also think that they should get the same level of representation in Congress? Would that make sense to you? Because under the current framework, like if something's logically true, it should be true in the extremes. It should be like you're not allowed to murder no matter what the situation is, unless your life's being threatened. It's like we can just apply that logic across the board. So if you're going to apply this logic across the board, let's go even more extreme. Imagine there's, you know, 100 million illegal immigrants in in the state of California and one citizen. So do they get the same exact representation? Because according to the Constitution, it's persons, and all persons are supposed to be counted both for representation in Congress and for federal funds. Now, here are some of the other just unanswered questions that I haven't seen a single news article address, which is, what does one seat actually mean? I'd like to know that. In terms of political power, what does one more seat in Congress actually mean? I have no idea. 
How many million people reflect one more seat? Also don't know the information on that. How does this affect voting for the president in the Electoral College? Another piece of information nobody's telling me about. Practically speaking, I'd also like to know the effects on the budget. How much money are we now giving to areas that they otherwise wouldn't have? These are all questions that nobody's asking, nobody's answering. Now, here's just some of the fucking bullshit propaganda in terms of the way that the general news media has been framing this story. Um, to determine, I, I don't even know, I should have taken better notes. I don't even know what article this is from, but feel free. You can Google it. You'll find it to determine how to reapportion congressional seats and by extension, electoral college votes. It's another election year tactic to fire up his base by dehumanizing immigrants and using them as scapegoats for his failure as a leader. That was from the New York state attorney general, Latita James in a written statement. No one ceases to be a person because they lack um, documentation, which is why we filed the lawsuit. So once again, do you think resources and decisions should be made with consideration for illegal immigrants? Is that supposed to be the structure of our country? Here's another quote against this is a huge victory for voting rights and for immigration rights. President Trump has tried and failed yet again to weaponize the census against immigrant communities, said Director Delho. The law is clear. Every person counts in the census. All right. Just another one shaming Trump for, you know, trying to limit the amount of resources that we're going to give for illegal illegal aliens. You can keep going down. We don't have to open up any of these links. Uh, here's the last one. Court says census must count unauthorized ru immigrants ruling against Trump. I also just like this because they're using the term unauthorized. That kind of seems a little propaganda. Where do they come up with that? They're illegal immigrants, unauthorized immigrants. Where is this term? All right. So let's continue. I want to, we're going to get more technical here, but I actually want to read some of the Supreme court decision because I read through it. And I think it points out like I'm a fucking idiot, dude. I am not a lawyer. I have not gone to law school. And yet I can read the Supreme Court decision and just go, holy shit, this is a load of fucking bullshit. And then I can also look back at the media reporting on that decision and go, wow, they really painted this in the worst possible light and their painting of it isn't even accurate. So let's move forward because I want to break down some of the, um, some of what existed in this opinion. So here's the start. Chief Justice John Roberts, writing for the majority, said the explanation offered by the Trump administration for adding the question appears to have been contrived, but he left open the possibility that could provide an adequate answer. So the first thing I want to say is appears. Is that a standard of proof? I mean, when we start entering the legal world and not just the legal world, but the legal world on the highest level is not having actual proof of something enough to establish. Like, you're not even saying, hey, I've got definitive proof to say that the reason that he put forward was contrived. Your standard of evidence here is that it appears to be contrived. Really? That's the standard for the fucking highest level of decision making? And then here's the other thing that makes no sense to me is that they go, okay, the law would be constitutional. We've mostly had a citizenship question. The reason put forward was bad. Here's why that makes no sense in like reality in any way whatsoever. Let's just imagine for a second that I was trying to buy a side. I wanted to sell a stock. That's what I wanted to do. I, I logged into my, I used to have a stock trade account. I think it's TD Ameritrade now or Robinhood. People use Robinhood. You go into Robinhood and let's say you want to sell General Electric. That's what you want to do. You go into Robinhood, your intention, sell General Electric, you fuck up and you ended up buying General Electric and you ended up buying a shitload of General Electric. You fucked up. Now, let's say that the, the, the stock goes up, goes way, way up, and you make a shit ton of money. Since it wasn't your intention, should you give the money back? Is that the way that the world works? Or imagine you're trying to invent a shoe. That's your intention. You want to invent a shoe. 
you fuck up and you end up inventing some new form of rubber that is the most buoyant substance ever created in the history of mankind. It is something you could have literally a speck, something the side of your fucking fingertip. And if you held that, you could just float in the ocean. They can suddenly remake boats. No one in the history of mankind has ever come up with an invention like this ever. Should it be thrown out because that wasn't your intent? It shouldn't exist in reality because that's not what you were looking for? So here's what's crazy about the way that the Supreme Court kind of looks at law. You can be right, but if the reasoning you put forward was wrong, then they have to reject your idea, which is even right. Like, that's the opposite of sales and uh, and entrepreneurship. Sales kind of works with you go, hey, I've got this idea for a company. I know that I'm right. We're going to push forward with my vision. I'm just going to push forward. I'll work out the kinks. Here's like kind of the opposite on this. In this case, we know that there's bad consequences for not having good data on non-citizens. That's the issue here. We're not even talking about the fact that we're getting representation for non-citizens. We're talking about the fact that there isn't even data on how many non-citizens are living here. And we know that the best way to establish whether how many people are here to add it as a part of the census, that's what's at hand here. Imagine for a second that you're trying to get a rescue and you put up a fire signal and they land and they go, oh my God, you need a rescue. We're going to rescue you. And then they realize that the signal that you put up was in the wrong coding. Should they not rescue now? No. The point is you've either invented something that's good. You either have a law that's legal. It doesn't really matter what your reasoning is. If what you're doing is right, if it would be helpful in any other aspect of humanity, you would go, hey, this is a good invention. We're going to keep it. It's only in this fucking legal, fucking weird fictional framework that you can put it together. You can put out an idea that everyone agrees you're allowed to have this idea. The idea would be beneficial. But since the reasoning you put forward, we don't like we're going to reject it. Um, all right. So I want to read another little piece from this article. Executive branch officials must offer genuine justifications for important decisions, reasons that can be scrutinized by courts in the interested public. The chief justice wrote, accepting contrived reasons would defeat the purpose of the enterprise. If judicial reviews is to be more than an empty ritual, it must demand something better than the explanation offered for the action um, taken in this case. So also, I want to put forward what happens if you're accidentally right, because this is so much of life. This is everything I ever do in terms of my news analysis is sometimes you're just like sniffing out bullshit. You just know that there's some stink somewhere and you don't always get it right. But sometimes like you fumble your way into the right thing. So in law, there's now no room for that. You can't go, hey, I know that I'm right. I'm going to try and figure out how I can get this passed. But then if your reasoning is wrong, like, what if you're accidentally right? Okay, let's continue to uh, just move forward in my loads. This is another piece from the actual document. The census additionally serves as a means of collecting demographic information used for a variety of purposes. There have been 23 decimal censuses since 1790, all but one between 1820 and 2000 asked at least some of the population about their citizenship or place of birth. The question was asked of all households until 1950 and was asked a fraction of the population on an alternate long-form questionnaire between 1960 and 2000. In 2010, the citizenship question was moved from the census to the American Community Survey, which is sent each year to a small sample of households. Uh, and then, you know, we're just pointing out that this is actually the norm. It's been something that we've done for a forever. This is the last thing I'm going to read from the... Um, from this justice, which is basically that he pins this as being executive executive action versus meaningful judicial review. Um, and so what he puts forward is that the reasoned explanation requirement of administrative law is meant to ensure that agencies offer genuine justifications for important decisions, reasons that, be, that can be scrutinized by courts in the interest in, interested public. 
And that's what I've been saying is should be fucking irrelevant. Imagine if you tried to kill somebody, but not with a bullet. He's still fucking dead. It doesn't matter exactly what your intended way to get to your end result is. If your end result is like allowed to exist, it should fucking exist. Okay, so just to kind of recap this opinion, because the next thing that this justice lays out is the fact that they agree that you can take a government job with a specific intended purpose to pass a new law and try and figure out what that new law is. So just to point out how fucking thin this logic is, you're allowed to take a government job to try and get a law passed. In this case, the reason put forward is a valid reason. It's being rejected because they don't think that it's the only reason that this guy had, which seems like a ridiculous standard. Now, they published this in the media. I can't, I don't remember the exact story, but I remember reading multiple articles. They quoted like, it wasn't even close. This decision wasn't even close. And then I decided, I've never read a Supreme Court decision before, but they do put in dissenting opinions. And I just want to say that this is at the top of the dissenting opinion. This conclusion is extraordinary. The court engages in unauthorized inquiry into evidence not properly before us to reach an unsupported conclusion. That's the not even close. Is somebody going, hey, this is completely and totally bullshit. And then just to kind of let you know a little bit of an insight into some of the other things that they say, normally we don't evaluate pretext. This doesn't even come close to showing bad faith. It doesn't provide evidence for why the materials showcased show bad faith. Um, so just to kind of re-highlight some of the government prop or news propaganda around this article when they said it wasn't even close, you had opposing justices that basically come in with what I say, which is like, this is a fucking ridiculous standard in law. Um, so just to kind of give you the full picture here, I don't even understand why for one second we should be trying to get represent. Like, I'm fine with, dude, have fucking open borders. I like people from everywhere in the world. You want to come here? You want to live? I'm all for it. The problem is the social benefits that we give to these people. You got a broken fucking framework here, and it doesn't make any sense why financial resources should be given to illegal aliens. That does not make sense. It doesn't make sense why we should have a framework by which these people are able to get representation. That does not make sense. But then just to kind of showcase some of the broken framework of the Supreme Court and the way that they evaluate law um, was... This is a side point. This is totally different than everything we've been talking about. But the reason why we do a census, it's part of Section 2 of the Constitution. It's what I have the enumeration clause. But it basically says the House of Representatives should be composed of members chosen every second year by the people of the several states. And the electors in each state shall have the qualifications requisite for electors and must... Uh, most numerous branch of the state, no person shall be a representative, shall, shall not attain the age of 25 years old, um, blah, 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 this is not the point that I wanted to read, representative and direct taxes um, shall be apportioned among the several states which may include within this union according to the representative numbers which shall be determined by adding to the whole number of free persons including those bound to service of terms and excluding Indians not taxed three-fifths of all year of all other persons. So the first thing I want to point out is that the argument could be made that within the Constitution itself, and you can scroll down, there is nothing that says that you're allowed to ask demographic questions. There's no, there's nothing in there that talks about demographics. It talks about its census for total population. Total population doesn't mean that you can ask people age, their houses, their races, anything. There's low constitutional authority, theoretically, to be allowed to ask any of these questions. I just thought this was interesting because this is one of the things that was stated by the first justice who gave the majority opinion, 
but he writes that the reason why we allow for demographic demographic questions to be asked is that it has been widespread and unchallenged since the early days of the Republic. And I don't understand that logic whatsoever, because to me, that basically says like, you know, if someone does something shitty, the argument is, well, well, he did it and the guy before him did it. It's like, no, 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 you have a document and you've got rules here. And the idea of those rules is to keep government in check. Like, so the fact by the same standard, the fact that, you know, presidents have declared war and not Congress. Well, that hasn't been challenged. That's just the new standard. Like, imagine if every day, like, imagine if you were in like a building and there were signs that told you not to do something. Like there was a sign that said, don't ever walk in this room. And then people said that these signs were absolute truth, but there was one room that everyone just walked into and you go, well, then change the sign. And they go, well, that's not the, well, the fucking sign says it either change the sign or don't tell me that the signs are absolute truth, but you can't have a sign that says, don't walk into the room. Tell me that the signs are absolute truth. And then have everyone stand in the room and go, well, we, uh, since the beginning of these signs, the sign is absolute truth, but we don't listen to it. Or imagine this, imagine you got like a, like a fancy fucking building and every day walking into work, the workers decide they're going to take their morning shit in the fountain. That's just what they do. There's this big fucking fancy fountain there. They use the middle as a bidet. They shit in the water. It's what everyone does every single morning. And someone comes along and goes, hey, guys, you know, when we put in the fountain, we had a rule that no one was going to use this as a bathroom. I'd like to start enforcing that rule. And they go, whoa, it's been 40 years and no one's enforced that rule. So clearly that's you understand the point of fucking rules is that you put down something that is supposed to make sense forever and you're supposed to do it and the way that it's in paper. And if it's not in the paper or you don't agree with the way that it's written, fucking rewrite it. That's the only thing that makes sense. All right. The last point that I want to make in terms of just things that seem to not make sense to me here is that everybody seems to be agreement. I have not seen one person put forward that non U S citizens should be counted in the census. Everyone seems to be in agreement in that. But when I read this, there seems to be two qualifiers made by the constitutional people. One is that they seem to suggest free persons. And then also, and this is hard for me to understand, and uh, I'm starting to lose my focus here a little bit, but it seems like they qualify the people within the paragraph that I think an article, an a argument could be made in part because in, originally it seems like they were excluding um Indians and specifically because Indians weren't paying taxes. And I need to do more research on this, but I don't understand that within the qualifiers that exist in that paragraph, why they can't put forward a legal argument that when they use the language free persons, every media article I wrote, I read, they just use the word persons. They don't let, they don't mention the fact that there seems to be a qualifier there, which is free persons. Well, who exactly is in the category of free persons? And does that maybe just mean citizens? I haven't seen one person comment on that. Anyways, this is a way more technical conversation that we normally do on run your mouth. I just was fascinated by this topic, decided to read through it. And like, I was just kind of like seeing things that struck me as bullshit in terms of our legal framework. And this isn't just the legal framework. This is the legal framework on the highest stage. And who knows, maybe I'm the dumbass and I have this completely wrong. I did want to highlight some of these things. That's it for my rant. Now I've got three interviews followed by an entire episode with the Shedcast guys. And uh, we'll be back next week with whatever I do. This is the Run Your Mouth Robot. I've been gone for a couple of weeks, but I thought it was important to return to say chips in your brain are safe. Don't listen to Rob. If you can put technology into your brain, you should.
It's a very good idea, and in no way part of our plan to kill the humans. Elon Musk is very good man. What's going on? I scheduled like basically people in 15 minute increments to call in a bunch of guests that have hit people that have hit me up over the last couple weeks that have been interesting. But we've been fucking rocking out in the shed. I didn't want to bring in any guests. We were fucking free flowing. Things were happening. Magic was flying. But then this week there were no news topics. So I was like, all right, let's get all the guests on for an episode. I'll line them up in 15 minute interviews. It'll be perfect. And then because I don't know how time works. I told people 10.30 and then didn't hop on till 11.30 when everyone was just sitting here for a half hour being like, what the fuck is going on? So anyways, and then by the way, we were going to have a fucking doctor come on and tell us free medical healthcare because I haven't seen a doctor in 10 years. None of us have seen doctors for 10 years. We're fucking you know, poor retards. And the guy was giving us free medical advice. And then I ruined that relationship. So, you know, we almost had a doctor resource on the show. Maybe it'll show up later. Let me interview. Let's. Recognize our guests. First is we have the fonts. Man of my word. I said that if someone hit us up in the uh, uh, with the nice review and they had a product, we would uh, plug their product. The product is called the fonts. And now we've got the CEO, the creator, the man with the musical vision. And so here, you can say something. I just said a whole lot. Just say something. <laughs> uh, do you want me to talk about it? No, not yet. Just say hello. What's up? Yeah, you know, and then I'll introduce right. the other guys and then we'll freak show out. Hello, Run Your Mouth listeners. It's an honor to be on your podcast, Robbie. Awesome. Great to have you. And then the other ones that hit me up, and I really like what they're doing, they just started the uh, National Caviar. I think that's the name of it. Uh, it's like a new kind of libertarian humor magazine. I went to the website, and I was like, oh, I got to talk to these guys because all the headlines were just ridiculous. It was like my, my wife's been eaten by a something. My penis is small. Please help me. Just the headlines <laughs> were fucking all absurd. And I was like, all right, I like what these guys are doing. So let's have them on. So uh, we've got both the creators of the website and they're also running a podcast. So why don't you just give us the brief introduction and then we're going to try and conduct two interviews at the same time. Hey, how's it going, man? Thanks a lot for having us on the podcast, man. man. Uh, yeah, my name's uh, Sigmund Cross. I'm the co-creator of National Caviar Magazine. Uh, and then I'm here with Skip. Hi, uh, my name's Skip. I'm the other co-creator of National Caviar Magazine. All right, fuck yeah. So we've got two interviews going on at the same time. And you know what? I'm going to deem who's got the better product that they're trying to bring to market. That's what we'll do to try and put a better spin on this. Uh, let's pretend like uh, tech's got all the investor money. And just, you know, we, we brought out the big guns for this product review uh we've got my friend who's in finance he's got the financial backing and we've got the Shedcast boys who um you know they know business and stuff so they'll they'll be able to bring their academic backgrounds to decide who's got the best product coming to market and did we just lose the get the Fonz guy or is he just not on my oh, screen no, he's, anymore? He's oh, okay so let's start with the Fonz. can you tell us what the Fonz is what it's bringing to the musical world how it's going to help budding artists like uh Myself, I'm new to musical parodies, and these guys have been dropping rap songs forever. So give us the pitch here. Uh, sure. So basically what the Fonz is, is you're in a big group, say, at a party or gathering, and someone always wants to request a song. And so the traditional way to do it is to find the person, to have them, interrupt them, and it's kind of a bitch to do. And so we want to make it a lot easier. So with a physical coaster and an app, if I'm hosting a party, I connect my phone to this coaster and I leave it out on the table. And then my guests can come use their app, they'll load up their favorite Billy Joel song and they tap the coaster. It'll automatically add to my Spotify queue. So person just has to write down the song that they want to get onto the list and then 
I don't get it. Someone taps their phone to the card and it picks it, it picks up what they want to listen to. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we, we have an app. We're developing, we're developing an app right, app right now. And so you and just you look up the song in the app, app and, then and then you just you bring, bring your phone your close to the coaster and it automatically adds to my Spotify queue. Oh, that's pretty cool. And what if the person has really shitty taste in music? Like, how do you preempt this? Um, it, it, it just goes through your Spotify queue. And so you stare at like, the DJ of the party so you can skip the song or just go into your Spotify queue and remove it. All right, so let's say I'm hanging out with my boys and we're fucking raging in the yard. We're listening to death metal. That's the kind of hang we're having. We're shooting guns. We're breaking shit. We're drinking kegs. Yeah. And then someone decides that they want to play girls just want to have fun. They want to ruin the whole vibe of the party. They want to bring it down. They don't want that fun, smashing shit energy. So do I have to wait for girls want to have fun to go, who the fuck is ruining my fucking heavy metal rage fest? Or is there a way that I can see it preemptively and make sure that no one hears it and then turns gay and starts to try and fuck me while I'm trying to listen to the heavy metal music and just hang out with my bros and throw down? Uh, well, it's all in the Spotify app, so you can do it anyways. Later, we probably have a feature where you have to accept it, like a DJ feature. You have to like, accept every song, but right now, you can just see it's coming on. You can just skip it, and uh, you can prevent being hung. Now, I'm going to be real honest. I don't want to shit on your dream in any way whatsoever, because uh, I got big dreams in my life. I don't want anyone telling me, you know, I can't have a lucrative shed cast. I don't want anybody telling me that. Now, I don't, I don't go to a lot of parties. So I didn't know that there was a big problem of, I guess, people trying to coordinate, you know, what kind of tunes. I usually thought there was like a band or a DJ situation, less crowd feedback of, hey, what should we listen to next? I guess um, I'm, I, in my experience, it's it's mostly like if I'm just hanging out with my friends, it's uh, I mean, music's always being played no matter what. And your, so say you want to listen to a new song. Your pitch is, listen, you don't need to bring a tech guy so that you can just yell at him all night, hey, bring this up on Google. There's a more diplomatic way to do it than having one friend with a beard that you yell at. Exactly. Yeah, maybe you should make tech the person who keeps on being at the party who's unable to bring up what you need. They can't see me. <laughs> oh. They don't know what that is. That's even funnier than that. Show your face. Show your face. I like the beard. Thank you. <laughs> we hang out here at night and we just yell at tech to bring up songs. Uh, sometimes it doesn't flow that smoothly. So what you're saying is tech who works here for nearly no money we could replace with your algorithm. Uh, exactly. And uh, later we want to actually add YouTube searches into it. So you can listen to a Spotify song and the next thing being played is say a YouTube song or a YouTube video and then it automatically returns back to Spotify. Nice, and is there a way that we can sneak Run Your Mouth into everyone's playlist to try and get us some more views? <laughs> um, I'm not sure, maybe if it's a Spotify podcast, you could automatically cue it every time you're at a party. That's a diplomatic, <laughs> all right. And then last <laughs> question, and then we're gonna move over to the magazine and come back to you. But So where's the money in this? If we wanted to invest, where, where's the cash in this? Are we running ads through this? In the middle of people's parties, we shutting it down to let them know, listen, if you're trying to fuck that chick later, there's going to be blue chews. <laughs> like, how are we making money? <laughs> uh, we sell the coasters. So each coaster is like 20, 25 bucks. And uh, you need at least one for every party. If not, have a few. It's, it's easier if you have a few in each different room. So it's 25 so bucks for a single coaster. Coaster is single time use. And then you, you scan the coaster. Uh, no, coaster... 
question, question from the fighting. Coach, you can use as much as you want. Do you? Sure. Are they waterproof? What if somebody thinks it's an actual coaster and puts a beer on it? It's yeah, completely waterproof. I can. Completely waterproof. <laughs> Does it hold well really? water? Really <laughs> made. Does it hold water? That was yeah, yeah, fucking awesome. Are you me? Right. Hey guys, is uh, is your this check guys endorsing? Is your website going to be waterproof? Because he came in with the waterproof. Do you guys have a waterproof website? I have no clue how we're going to beat that. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that was pretty, that was pretty solid. Yeah. We don't have anything like that. We don't have waterproof posters at all. We can put that on the, on <laughs> say again, you're not going to solve the music problem at parties. That's not what you're here for today. No, but we can go ahead and pull up our phone and read an article to someone at a party, and that'll get them laughing, I guess. <laughs> All right, so, you know, one of the things libertarians are always railing about is how do we change more minds? How do we then? I'm like, I don't know. I just try and be funny and sometimes share libertarian messages. I feel like uh, entertainment's a really good way to share ideas, and it looks like you guys are trying to build an onion-type thing with a libertarian bend. Uh, but I'll let you guys take it from there. Give us the pitch and uh, show uh, the Fonz guy why you should get out of the music business. Put him to shame. <laughs> yeah. So basically what we're doing is it's, it's kind of like a Quillette spoof. You know, it's these kind of ridiculous concepts that, you know, that you would come up with a, like a situation you're in, a bunch of buddies drinking and everything. And then you just come up with a ridiculous concept like Mark Twain getting in a fist fight with Theodore Roosevelt. And you kind of figure out a way to kind of spin it into a funny concept and uh, put some type of message into it. And that's kind of what we're doing. Like every concept we come up with, it's just stuff that we are just kind of laughing about or a con like a random thing that comes up and we kind of tr figure out how to make a story out of it and uh, put, put some type of liberty message in there. What were the fight odds for Mark Twain versus Theodore Roosevelt? You know what? It came out pretty even because it was at the time where Re Re Theodore Roosevelt was pretty fat. And they both do like the yeah. So I feel like it's, uh, it's even on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. <laughs> I don't but, know about Mark Twain. He wrote, what did he write? That's how uneducated I am. Uh, he wrote... He wrote yeah, uh, he, wrote yeah, about, yeah. he wrote a bunch of stuff. Yeah, Tom Sawyer. Uh, Tom Sawyer. Yeah. yeah. What's it? What's the other book? Roughing. Uh, roughing it. Roughing it. Roughing it. And Roosevelt had the mustache, and he, uh, he liked killing animals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so, and he was for public. Any, any establishment? No. So Roosevelt probably killed a lot more people. So oh, yeah, he, he was an imperialist. Oh yeah. Dude, yo, Roosevelt, uh, Roosevelt Mark Twain. He's on the fucking uh, the the the. Uh, Mark Twain lived in downtown Hartford. Mark Twain lived in downtown. And Mark Twain must have done some outdoorsy shit because he wrote outdoorsy style books. So he's probably got some wilderness survival skills. Yeah, he actually in one of his books said that yeah. he uh, lit a portion of Tahoe on fire when he was camping out there. He woke up in the flames. <laughs> <laughs> Only Mark Twain could prevent that. Yeah, no, that's good. The original doctor. gender reveal. Oh, the fucking doctor's doctor here. In. Wait, wait, where's the doctor? The doctor's in. Oh, doctor, can you put on your video for us? We're not we're not recording it, so don't worry. You can remain. No worries. What? There he is. Amir. I mean, you can't even talk. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
That's true. He had a wrestling mat installed in a freaking White House <laughs> and could throw down. He was, dude, he was anytime, anytime an adult is finding ways to wrestle, <laughs> that means he gets an erection from little boys and he doesn't know how he can surround himself with them. I don't know if I can yeah. do that. That's because you wrestle boys. So, you know. Mike, wrestle. Okay. And then, last but not least, we've got the doctor from way out in Pennsylvania who's going to give us some medical advice because we all need it. And you're rocking the guitar. Yeah. What do you play, dude? Thank you. Can we hear something a little bit? You want to hear something? Yeah, something. Give us a little tight. 30 seconds. And you can put it on the bonds after. 30 seconds. Yeah, uh, that's so that's I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've had a little too many beers. No, give us a uh, give us a doctor. <laughs> Some Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. All right, yeah. little Zeppelin. Yeah. Let's go back to Skip and Sig. I feel like uh, the doctor came in hot. He's laying it down that Roosevelt would have won that. Yeah. Give us some more of the deep mm-hmm. questions that you guys have laid out in some of these articles. Because some of the headlines were ridiculous. So lay out some of the more recent ones. Well, we have a bunch of them. Uh, Skip writes the more like insane ones. Like He did another one uh, called Our Son David about... You know, uh, you know, parents, kids coming home from college to live with them and they have to deal with, you know, their new ideologies. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Their new, uh, you know, all their new ideas that they've come Mm -hmm. back with. You know, he comes, comes back. He's a DJ now, you know. Um, we had another one that we did that was a breaking headline that's no one's taking seriously for some reason, um, where President Trump is actually talking to a real-life alien about how to break the news to the public. Uh, audio recordings, you know, but it's, it's, not, it's not taken off. We're not sure why. We do have that with you right now. Can we hear that? Uh, it's, on the web, it's on the website. No, sure. Yeah, no, so here's, here's yeah nationalcaviar.com. Tech, can you go to nationalcaviar.com? I want to read off uh, a few of the headlines from the articles I saw right on the front page. And one of the things I was really impressed with is it looks like you guys got like a really, really good artist um, who's doing the, the, the work for you. Fiverr, uh, baby. We commission, yeah. We, com- yeah, we commission the artists. What do you guys got to pay for drawing? 
And, oh, wait. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it all Someone depends. Ask me this. Why the fuck don't you allow right-clicking on your website? Woo! I want an answer. Uh, I want oh. tabs. Give me tabs or give me death. <laughs> oh. uh, I, that was basically just a reason so uh, people couldn't take the art directly off. I don't care if it's screenshot, We're still going to get it. We're still going to take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're screenshotting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's why... Uh, I mean, I know a guy. I know a guy. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Tech, can you go... Oh, yeah. That one, a Karen and in-depth look. Uh, a belu- that was the one. A beluga whale ate my mistress. That was the one I opened yeah. up the page. I saw that and I laughed. Um, <laughs> what, what happened to that guy's mistress? Uh, you know, that is... Uh, that is actually some journals we found from an 18th century fisherman. Um, and it's all about his infidelity uh, with his wife with a, uh, with a, with a whore from the, went from the town and she gets eaten by a beluga whale and now he's in a pile of shit. Well, that sounds that like sounds... he locked out. He doesn't have to explain what happened, like anything. Yeah. Except, the, except the brothel wants to know where their whore is. So. Oh, and he's got to return the whore by a specific hour. He's got to go after that beluga whale. That's another yeah. thing about the site is that <laughs> not everything's topical. <laughs> well, you know, we've all been there when a whale just eats the hooker that you were trying to fuck. So that's what I'm trying to say. No one gets that. All right. Fights a whale. That's not bad. You should have a when pimp go pimp, after it. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> and then the whale starts swimming with a limp because the whore's in his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this one was great. The car marks, the, the, the great big fat smelly douche. Why don't you give yeah, us that, a little bit of this? Because uh, not only are his philosophies terrible, but you were letting people know that he was preaching them because as an individual, he was a lazy flat slob. I feel like that's one that our whoa. audience would uh, really wait, enjoy. Wait, so wait, 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 <laughs> uh, that that one's just, just that, that one's just a hit piece, you know. It's 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 all factual, but uh, yeah, it was basically just like, all right, you know, there's a bunch of uh, Marxist thought that's going on in the world right now, and I'm like, okay, well, let me remind you of who the guy actually was, and some things you may have never heard, you know. Yeah. Uh, was it, is it true though that he was actually yeah. a fat sticky fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there was actually a I. Uh, it's been a while since I wrote it, but there was actually an undercover uh, uh, agent, basically, that was with him and his uh, crew for a while. And he wrote all these art, all these journal entries, basically saying that he was messy. He never bathed like there was dust and dirt and food just everywhere in his house. He just lived like a slob. I have an uncle like that. I have an uncle. <laughs> he might be the oh, next great the communist thing. thinker. <laughs> <laughs> my, my uncle's dead. He was like, oh, 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 my aunt just lost a leg. Yeah. <laughs> it's very similar. I would love to hate on some guy for being a chubby loser, getting out there, sharing his ideas, and trying to change the world, but I'm doing that too. So <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. You know, yeah. He got himself published and actually made more of an impact. I can't really hate on him. Now, did he end up yeah, making true. money that's off of his yeah, that's true. ideas, true. though? I don't think he did, no. It, it, was, a, it was a lot later uh, when he had real, real influence, but, you know, why not make a hit piece? You know, everyone's doing it. Right, absolutely. Yeah, All right, so I, um, oh, anything right. else that you guys want to plug about your website or your podcast? I like the vision for what you're building. Uh, and uh, slowly – oh, look, everyone's back. That's so nice. For a while, yeah. it was like I was talking to girls. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Is yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, you know, it, we're still pretty much a fledgling site. We only have one episode of the podcast out so far. But right. if you are, if you like what we do, and you kind of have the same sense of humor as us, uh, we have a submission page. Uh, we're more than open to submissions. Um, but just subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the site, uh, get the newsletter, and uh, we'll be posting a lot more stuff. Cool. I, wait, I can write an article. Oh, absolutely. Yo. Yeah. yeah. Also, where do you post um, your your podcast? The audio. Uh, it's everywhere. It's Spotify, Apple. We have it on uh, what is it uh, Overcast, like Stitcher. What is that called again? Uh, National Caviar's Boomercast, because we don't really get the internet, so we're right, kind cool. of boomer-minded, unfortunately. Uh, right, I'll be there real soon. Now, <laughs> let's bring it back to the Fonz for a second, and then we're going to turn it over to the doctor and uh, hopefully get some of this heroin he's slinging. Um, so, Fonz. Anything else that you feel like we didn't explore about the app that the, the people at home need to know? Um, not particularly. It is a wicked lightweight, so you can bring it with you wherever you go. I'd probably add that. So it's wicked portable. It's good for college kids. If you have any uh, college kids in your life, you want to buy them a gift, I recommend it. All right. And then the, uh, the musicians, you piqued our interest. You're can talking we, about their field. They got some questions. Can we have any, I, I mean, we, I'll pay for them, but can we have them sent here so I can spread them around maybe? Oh, yeah. I, I told Robbie that if you send me your address, I'll, I'll send you guys free ones. All right, we're He's absolutely. gonna hook it up. We'll use it on an episode. We'll all write yeah. our shit on a card and just let it run in the back. We'll do it. I'll, I'll drop it up. We got, I have plenty of places. To yeah, do. I got a question for you, if you don't mind. Um, as far of course. as- as far as events and stuff, have you put together, like, I, I, I don't know how recent that um, this app is or this development is, but I know with COVID, it's hard to do any events and shit like that. But have you put together any, like, live events where you've used the fonts, like, um, you know what I'm saying? Where, where like, uh, I don't know, like a concert or, 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 like, not even a concert, like a live party where you're able to use the fonts yeah. to kind of like play certain music all around the party. Oh, that's cool. To show off also, the, the vibe of yeah. a fonts fest. I think the fonts fest. I think what you're saying is <laughs> also that us, Mike Nice and Sid Floyd will perform. Yeah, yeah we'll do that. We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll promote, we'll promote you for sure. Yeah. And we'll perform for you exclusively. Uh, that was, I got a lot of the salesmanship to these people. We will perform for you exclusively. Uh, that'd be, if, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. Uh, that'd be awesome. So far, we haven't done anything just because we're still started. We only started the 1st of June. Oh. We are trying to grow. Um, so we're I got an one, actual startup. Like we're just, I got we're one just more question started. for you. Do you guys have any – this is the other direction for, for you guys that could be interesting, but it's like you see the vibe of what people are requesting, and then you can, like, set a tone for the party where you could just be like, oh, these guys fucking like Zep. We're going to – we're going to – we're going to rock out the Zep. They don't even need to put in the request. So you can go, oh, they're fucking ropping at, racking at. I don't know. I'm losing my words here. They're playing, they're playing Shedcast stuff. I bet they love what the, uh, the Run Your Mouth parody tunes. And then it just brings it up. Is that part of the, the vision and direction? Or what's the what's the big picture? I still want to know what we make. Oh, yeah, we sell the cards. That's where the money is. Um, Not bad, just because Spotify does that. But one uh, – Good thing we would like to do is a uh, pay per request song. So say you're an Uber driver, you want to make an extra buck. You put one of these in the middle console, oh, and then cool. every time when your riders really wants to yeah, so play a song. That. No, that's where the money is. That's a really good idea. Uber car, I don't have to listen to his stupid bullshit. A buck a song, <laughs> it's almost like you're turning your car into a jukebox. Absolutely. If we get one in the shit. Exactly. You said it. 
If we go in in the shed, everybody. Uh, jukebox is exactly what we're going for. Is that why you call the Fonz? Because you hit him with the. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. Up. Hey, jukebox. Oh, What's the most fucked up music? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. What's the most fucked up music request you've seen so far? Uh, a lot of my friends love playing a Ram Ranch. What is that? I don't know what the fuck that is. Oh, yeah, the oh, you guys don't know what Ram Ranch is? Sounds like music. I, uh, I recommend playing it. The, um, it's a, it's an iconic song of, I'd say, my generation. I recommend playing it at the end of the episode. It looked like you're our age. How old are you? What's your generation? Yeah, how old are you? I'm 20. Oh, oh, yeah. Geez, well, you're, you're not using that well, buddy. <laughs> right. Totally. Like 30. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, yeah you, you, got, uh, you badly need a doctor, and boy, do we have good news. <laughs> we have a doctor. <laughs> we have yeah. a doctor right here. You're, you're putting out a dispatch vibe to me, like the general. Like, you know, you know that song? When I look at you, I feel like that's the vibe. All right. Let's turn it over to the doctor, which I'm shocked that there's anyone with an education that listens to my podcast. I'm always honored. <laughs> When people that aren't me reach out, I, I just assume it's other dumbasses, but sometimes it's not. And I'm like, wow, I don't know why this guy would listen to me, but respect. So first is, I mean, you told me you were a doctor. Maybe you're not, but I'd love to hear if you actually are a doctor. Oh, it would be so much funnier if you're not, dude. Please don't be a doctor. Well, um, Universal, Universal Studios called, and I've uh, done a several movies where I've played a doctor. And uh, no, I'm a doctor. I went to Cornell, Georgetown, and then Wake Forest. So as a, all right, so as a legit doctor with good credentials how do you end up in the middle of pennsylvania is that like the greatest gig because it's low living expenses and you're like the one guy in town with an education or like how do you end up there of all places well there's a lot of sheep and uh they're warm in the winter okay so no <laughs> you're, you're in no. So, so it's a we're judgment free zone. I'm on like, yeah. Yeah. Now we figured out. <laughs> 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 so medically, it doesn't fuck up your dick if you're fucking sheep. Because uh, no, not really. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's all good. Like, uh, like you just have to. So, like, the thing is, like, sheep. Like, you learn this from sheep farmers. You have to dye, put the dye on, and that way you know which ram has bred with which sheep. So when you're driving past a field of sheep, you'll uh, see the different colors on their coats, on the ewes, and that way you know which ram bred with which sheep. And if sheep. it comes out looking like your cousin, you know they're fucking your sheep. There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, uh, we, it's a boring story. We ended up here because my wife is from Maryland, and I'm from near uh, Reading, Pennsylvania. It's on the, uh, it's on the Monopoly uh, board, and uh, so this is kind of halfway in between, so here I am. You ever hear uh, Gino Visconti's got a great Monopoly joke where he goes, I was playing Naziopoly. I don't know if you played that one, but you win by getting the uh, trains in the electric, the gas company. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great, it's a Gino classic. I didn't quite stick the landing. I haven't seen him do it in a while. Um, so are you like the one town doctor? You walk around with the black bag and you do the house visits? Or are you actually in a big city and I'm just being shitty to little towns? No, it's a, it's a smaller town, but it's a pretty big town. We got a bunch of stuff going on here. We got the War College, uh, the Army War College. We got a law school. We got a university. So it's a pretty it's a pretty cool little town. Are you near so, but then, you know, you drive 10 minutes outside of town, and uh, 
you're in the middle of nowhere. So like I, we live, we live in the woods and I can get to work in 10 minutes. So it's I love that. I like, I like living in the woods. Do you don't happen to, uh, are you near a lake or do you, do you like, I'm a big fan of lakes. Like I feel like if I was out in the middle of Pennsylvania, I want that good lake life, but that's not yeah. you. So no, we don't have a, well, the lake's about 10 minutes away so we can it, get there. And, yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Hunting, fishing, hanging out, doing crazy shit. I love it. Now we almost porch tour at your residence, but then you ended up flooded with diarrhea. Yeah, that was a, that was a, quite literally a shit show. Uh, the septic <laughs> tank went bad, and uh, 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 so I was mowing the lawn one day, and the tractor happened to sink in a pile of shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it went downhill from there. <laughs> nice. Did you actually end up sinking into the puddle of shit? Was it like a quicksand type moment? Yeah, it was pretty. It was. It was. Uh, it was pretty nasty. We'll just leave it at that. So. All right. So, as an actual medical doctor, um, what is your take, and how has it developed over time with the whole COVID thing? Was this always nonsense? Did they really lie to us? Who do you think's fucking scamming us? Is there some truth to it? Give us the actual medical take, because you know I'm just running my mouth, but you you would you would actually know and have a legitimate point of view. All right. So, uh, no, the virus is real, but you know, it's, 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 uh, the virus is real. There's been deaths from the virus, but the problem is, it's like any virus is, is how we respond to it. So, you know, the way we're responding to it is different than we respond to, uh, almost any other situation we've responded to throughout history. Um, it's, 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 the whole idea, like, I, I'm not a big fan of fear. And so, you know, it, it really feels like there's been a lot of uh, fear mongering, like, you you know, you're going to kill grandma and stuff like this. And unfortunately, you know, it, it just, is it deadly? Yes. Should we protect the people that are vulnerable? Yes. Does that mean the rest of us shouldn't go about living our lives? No, we should get out there and live in their lives. I mean, there's an estimate that, you know, there's going to be at least 70,000 what they call deaths of despair, which are overdoses, suicides, things like that. So it's, uh, it's um, they call those negative externalities, right? So um, it, 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 I think that, you know, you've got to take care of the people that are vulnerable, but the rest of us should get back to doing what we do. Because kind of from the beginning, that seemed to be the logical standpoint of if you're in the sick and vulnerable class, it's on you to kind of stay home. And I get that that sucks that you might not be able to do your job, but it doesn't make any sense to shut down the whole economy. How right. do you think that narrative got so lost? Like what, what happened at the outset of this thing that they managed to, you know, just create so much panic and shame everyone into thinking, hey, you're going to die. Like how, how did the what your perspective, which seems to be the common sense approach, just totally you know lose out in the mainstream media or even in general practice i mean i think i, I think uh, you know like i'm a libertarian and cap maybe agorist so but i i think that um i think there's certainly some political agenda behind it in a way and driving a meet uh, a narrative that uh you know I guess that's the best I can say. I think there's a narrative behind all this. All right. And so in working in the medical profession, I always like knowing kind of the inside story on um, 
Well, I'm starting to get a general picture when it comes to our economy and government. I think that most markets, because of government cash, it, like anytime government has entered into a market or made money available for that market, they've created some sort of an asset bubble. And I think one of those markets is in healthcare that because insurance exists, you've really made a lot of money available to the sector and you've inflated prices. And one of the things I've noticed, or it seems to me, but I'm curious to kind of get your perspective on is that it seems like sometimes if you don't have insurance, if a doctor's cool, he'll give you like whatever the real price is. And sometimes the real price is just what the copay would be. And if you have insurance, then you're paying the copay, and then supposedly the insurance company's paying something as well. But it's bupkis, and to some <laughs> point, you almost come out even without having insurance. Now, I don't know how true what I just described is, but I'd love to hear from your perspective, kind of like, you know, generally speaking, what the fuck is wrong with healthcare, and what do you think are kind of some of the biggest just shams of the whole operation? Yo, man, we could do a whole podcast on that. So, um, so where I live, you know, there's a lot of Amish and Mennonites, but basically what they call the Anabaptist community and most hospitals in the area. I mean, we have some big players in the area, including UPMC, um, university of Pittsburgh. Um, and basically the Amish and Mennonites sort of have their own cause they don't buy in some of the Mennonites will, but most of the Amish don't have insurance. And so basically they're at a steeply, steeply discounted rate. So when, you know, 20 years ago when I was first starting out for a while, I worked for uh, an organization that dealt with the indigent population, you know, the poor and, and the people that were struggling. And it used to be, you know, I could either write stuff off or I could downcode their visit, right? Or I could pick up the phone, call the hospital, call the surgeon and say, look, I know this patient, they really can't pay. Can you see him? Sure, no problem. We won't charge him. The hospital doesn't charge him. Now, with all the different regulations that's come into medicine, it's actually, if you discount a visit or if you don't charge a patient for the visit, it's considered fraud and you could be held liable. So they, in other words, it used because here's what, this is like, to me, the worst part of government is that they're willing to be helpful, but only within their system. It, it, like, here's a good example of that. If you were running a business really lean and you had all W-9 employees, then all of a sudden when they're making PP loans available, your business is not going to qualify. They want you in the system. They like, that's kind of what they want. And then if they need to help you out, they'll come back and help you out. But they want you looking to them for help as if they're actually doing you a favor. So what you're pointing out is I'm a doctor. I could be more charitable with my practice. I could decide, Hey, I'm going to help people out, but they've actually removed my ability to make those decisions for myself or who I want to be charitable towards. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, so like, let's say, let's say it's a patient I've known for a while and something happened and they're really struggling. They lost their job, lost their insurance. Like in order for me to, to, to make that work, like, so, I, you know, I'll do things. So I'll just like not document, which is also a risk you take because right. God forbid something bad happened and there's no documentation. Right. But if I document it and then somebody gets wind of it, and I didn't charge what I'm supposed to charge, that's a problem, right? And not a problem necessarily for the organization, but it's a problem from the insurance standpoint and from the government standpoint. So, I mean, like I said, we could talk for hours about this. I lived for a year in New Zealand where they do have a socialized medicine system. I worked predominantly with the Maori um, and 
they are not big fans of socialized medicine over there because, you know, no matter what system you're in and, and you'll see this and uh, like, if you have the money, you're going to get a certain level of treatment. And if you don't, you don't, whether that's in socialized medicine or whether that's what we got going on here in the U S. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna have to bring you on for a longer episode. Cause I think there's a lot of little topics here. We can get into the weeds on, um, yeah. and in, in a second, I do have some more other specific questions, then we'll get back to the other guys. But, um, you did say that you're some, I guess there's some conspiracy theories that you're a fan of. Um, so what were some, like, what do you want to educate our audience on? What is, yeah. what is the medicinal field look at in the world and go, all right, this is for sure true. And they're not telling us like in medicine. Anything. Like, I, I want to know what these big conspiracy theories rattling around in your head. I give you a safe um, space. And if you have conspiracy theories that aren't medicine, you certainly look like you do. You want to hear that. <laughs> and, we're, and we're completely open to all the conspiracies you have. So. All, all conspiracy theories? Holy shit. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, so conspiracy theories in medicine. Um, well, so like, so I, I inject, let's put it out this way. So there's a big drive, right, to kick, so this is sort of in the line of conspiracy series. So let's say I have a patient and they're an anti-vaxxer, like they don't want to vaccine their children and blah, blah, blah. So most well, medical practice. Nonsense or not. What? The anti-vax thing, nonsense or not. So I, I am actually, I think most vaccines are, are probably pretty good. However, here's the problem, right? So they want to kick out these patients, right? So, so it's it's just like let's say I have a patient who's who's like carries a few extra pounds. They're obese. They're a big person. Then they come in, and I'm like, oh man, you're a fat slob. Like, what's the likelihood that they're going to listen to me? Like zero, yeah, right? So if I have a person who's really against vaccines, and I'm like, I can't believe you're killing your children, and blah blah blah. And I kick him out of the practice, which a lot of medical practices do. Um, what's the likelihood that they're going to trust medicine in general or even do anything to get their children vaccine? So, like, I'm like, come on. Like, I might not agree with what you're saying or what you're doing, but why would I kick you out of the practice, right? My goal is to, you know, work with you to get you the best health possible. So, I mean, I think, you know, in terms of conspiracies, like, you know, all of medicine is fraught with them. I mean, there's so much stuff. Um, we could talk about the way they use medicines and, and relabel it or change a little thing and drive up the price of it. Um, I think, uh, you know, I'm going to have to bring you on for a full episode so we can get more into the weeds on some scams. Yeah, go for it. You know, so as a doctor, can you say that, like, that you think uh, vaccines are in your best interest? Like, so I think the majority of vaccines are there are somewhere maybe yes maybe no like, because I'm not, I'm not very skeptical about vaccines yeah because I have two I have two children and yeah. they both have been vaccinated as like so far as they're and they age. talk faster than he does and they're yeah. actually very they're actually Which isn't are, hard at all no they are smarter than me but I just wonder about it because I also have kids so I want to know if you think vaccines are actually necessary for. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so like, you know, people don't remember. I mean, it's not that long ago, but polio, polio devastated like a generation. Um, measles, mumps, rubella. I mean, you know, all all that stuff was terrible. 
So like the fact that we can give a, give a shot and not have your kids go through that, you know, all that being said, like, I'm not, so yes, you sh- I, I think you should give vaccines. I mean, I'm not, all that being said, I'm not, because it seems Go ahead. Like my kids, I'm not against vaccines because my, my kids seems, my kids seem a lot smarter than me. So I'm not, so I'm not, I'm not worried. Just, just wait till they reach your age and do as much drugs as you do. So, yeah. All right, doctor, go ahead. doctor. All right. So I'm for, if you're open to it, I definitely want to have you back on so we can get some more into the weeds on some of these technical things. I thought what sure. might be fun for this episode is, I don't know about our guests, but the four of us in this room probably, I have not seen a doctor probably in six years. These guys have not. You're much more chill than any of the doctors I've ever seen. So I thought maybe we could hit you with some of the medical questions we would never ask our doctors. And this is off the record. No one knows who you are. No one's going to hold you accountable if you give us bad advice. Um, so the first one I got for you, I got a really bad stomach. If I eat something and immediately after eating it, I have to make really bad diarrhea. Is that the food I just ate, or is it pushing something from earlier out? Wait, I, can I say something? No. I mean, he was going to give me the uh, medical yeah, answer, yeah, but yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. I want to hear your answer. He might have it. <laughs> this is going to be the dumbest thing anybody's ever heard. No, 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 go for it. No, no, no. Doctor, give him a second. Do you think that your body is just not telling you don't eat that fucking Well, that's what I'm asking you. I don't know. So, so, you know, there, yes, that's partly true, but there's also a reflex called the gastrocolic reflex. So it depends on the type of food you eat, but when you eat, you feel like you got to take a shit. It's a pretty typical response. Now, obviously there's different foods that have what we call different transit times, right? They'll go through fast or they'll go through slow. So if you're eating shit, you know, it's, you're going to shit more basically. <laughs> so you want to eat foods that are uh, lower in the glycemic index and have higher fiber, and you probably have less of a problem with that there, Robbie. There you go. All right. So let's go around the horn. I asked my first, I definitely have more. I'm going to take up my opportunity for some free medical advice, but let's go so around more, the horn. More, more, pick the apple, not the cookies. I'm just saying when you're getting the Domino's, you know, do they have like a fruit option you could get there? Ah, that's Panera. I sorry, Doc. Domino's and and sending you an apple at eleven thirty at night. (laughs) They're sending you breadsticks with a creamy dipping sauce. All right. Anyone have any? uh, Let's go around the horn and then we can throw it to the guest. But anyone have random medical questions that they want to ask from the doctor? Yeah, Doc. What kind of doctor are you? Uh, Family medicine, and I do sports medicine too. Okay. Cool. Well, um, if I'm lactose intolerant and I take a lactate pill, right? Yeah. And it takes away the, uh, I would say, the intestinal mumbo-jumbo that goes on after, you know, some lactose is concerned. But it doesn't affect, like, the amount of mucus, I guess. That would be, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the it, phlegm? It, yeah, it causes a lot of phlegm and backup, yeah. but uh, I, can't, I can't seem to find any remedy for that. I mean, obviously, I know I'm just hurting myself by taking anything lactose, but is there anything I can do for that or no? In terms of... Robbie is lactose intolerant, so <laughs> I, I know he's scared to ask so this, but I figured I'd ask yeah. it for the both of us. You can't. So, so, no, there's not much. I mean, obviously, it'll help with the GI issues, like the diarrhea and all this stuff that goes along with that, but in terms of all yeah, the other... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in terms of other that, other than keeping yourself real well hydrated, no, you're SOL. 
I always, you know, it's funny because I get uh, I get real nauseous by dairy, and it's so immediate. Like I don't even really desire dairy, and I can beat it with eating, you know, by taking the lactate pills. But I, I've, I kind of wondered along the lines of what he's saying. I always figure like if my body seems to be allergic to dairy, I don't feel like I should eat it, even if this thing gets rid of the symptoms. But I was wondering if if I'm eating that enzyme, does it then mean my body's processing it the same as someone else? Or has my body red flagged that like dairy's no good for me, so there's no reason to, I guess, try and take a lactate pill so that I can digest it? I mean, the lactate will help, no doubt, but in, in general, like it would probably be best to avoid it. Like if you really want to make it better, what you have to do is you have to find like a, a, a like a cow that's just given birth and then go out and, and milk it yourself. Right into your mouth, and then it, it's much better that way. Dude, I'm gonna buy myself fucking baby cows. Are you kidding there me? You That's all I need is baby cow milk. Uh, all right, anyone else got any questions for the doctor? I nope. got a question. Here we go. Yeah, I got okay. a question here. Oh, yeah, all right, so uh, I think raw milk, I think raw milk is delicious, and I drink it because I think it tastes good. But I do have read a lot of things about raw milk being bad for you. Uh, what are what is your opinion on raw milk? All right. So there's a couple things with it. One is you got to know your source. I mean, as long as you're getting it from a source that uses you know relatively hygienic methods to collect it, you're fine. The problem is you know when they talk about homogenization and pasteurization, uh, it's talking about removing bacteria right so if they are collecting it in a manner that's good you're less likely to do damage if you're getting it from someone that's maybe less than reputable i'd probably avoid that that would be my recommendation all right mike nice you got a question for the doctor <laughs> what yeah how much weed? Can how I many times? Are you, how many times can you ejaculate in a day before it's dangerous? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know that that's gonna vary by the person. It's like right. you know, when you're young and you're a stud. Yeah, let's say you were like uh, I'm actually concerned about it. He's thirty. <laughs> you know, he's thirty years old and he's I'm thirty. I just turned thirty. <laughs> I just turned thirty. I have two kids and a wife. And he's ago. got a shed on his property. And that's where. <laughs> So it's a lot of red flags. And he's delivering mail all day. So sometimes the envelopes open up and he needs to make sure, you know, he has something that he can seal them with. And God forbid that there's a, you know, sexy magazine subscription. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah you so know, I, I would say you're probably okay. Just make sure the real problem with that and actually a, a real issue that I've seen is you want to make sure you're using a good lube. Because otherwise you're gonna get chafing, and that that's not a lot of fun, my friend. Big problem. I got a, dude. I got a dick scar. I wanted to bring that up. What can I do about my dick scar? First of all, you off wait. I already shit. have an answer for that. Yeah. I mean, you know what you tell people? I mean, the doctors no. here. When you okay. were young, when you, this I'm gonna tell you. When you were young, I'm I'm Doctor Nice. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, when no, you were please. young, you tell people that you were playing tackle tackle football. Oh, and you got and stuck or something? Someone got tackled my dick. Your dick got stuck in your <laughs> or, jeans, or, and you got a little Here's another option. He might have a way to fix it, so I don't have to tell people no, that. No, you can't <laughs> fix it. You can't. I, he's the fucking doctor. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do, do you have Peronis? Do you know what that is? Peronis? No, you got that cricket dick? No, I ain't got no Peronis. Peronis means your dick goes like... 
Nah, because I'm not. I'm circumcised. I'm not Corona. Am I wrong? Am I that, wrong? That's not anything to do with it. That's that's <laughs> like that's like when you get scar tissue. Is it crooked? I don't know. It's not crooked. Rob, whip your dick oh, out. Is my dick crooked? Like the yeah, my dick's seven crooked. Back, like the number seven. How crooked uh, does your dick need to be that you got pierogies? <laughs> pierogies. I was right. What? So pierogies. It's oh. like when you get scar tissue build up and stuff. Right. And you're, it goes in an angle that it shouldn't go in. But then you just start jerking off with the other hand. You straighten it out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it'd be nice if it worked that way. Oh, but yeah. you're just talking about like a scar on the outside. I don't. I don't know. We don't have to get too specific. <laughs> you know. I, I guess I we mean, scars on both. I I love you, Robbie. You you can send me the pictures. You know, we won't do a whole. Who's uh, the crazy? We all do a what is it? Anthony Weiner thing here. You know, it'll be a medical console. That was his nickname in middle school. Yeah, Weiner. Uh, Anthony well, Weiner. All I've ever wanted was to send dick pics to people in my audience. I wasn't hoping yeah. it would be you, but I still take <laughs> the opportunity. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. You got to build your way up from Jerry Garcia bearded doctors, and hopefully at some point, lovely <laughs> ladies. We'll get there. Maybe that was the first article I wrote. I sent my first dick pic to a fan, and it was a dude. Yeah, fuck <laughs> 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 Lady, the doctor's just said, "Yo, send me a picture of your dick, and uh, I'll let you know right now if you got the common cold." There you go. All right, doctor. Uh, before I let you go, I, I I hope you're willing to come on again. I want to make you our medical expert. Wait, can we and, get his uh, phone number so I can call? I don't him? think he wants to. No, definitely not. You can call me. I really, I really don't mind, Robbie. Yeah, I sent you my phone number. Whatever, it's cool. I don't mind. Right, next, yo, just send me. <laughs> I send us an email or phone number. I'll, I'm gonna text you. Don't do, do not do that. Why do, not? I need a pen pal. I can't. Can you? Would you be a pen pal? Yeah, he doesn't have insurance. I have insurance. Are you crazy? <laughs> I got gonna bill you. I have a government job. I have a good job. I got 401k. I got. Trust yeah, I, I won't. I won't charge you. <laughs> Thank it's you. It's all free. I will. I do want to. I do want to email you. Doctor. Your pleasure. All right, I got let's, questions. All right. Let's kick it to the other guys, and then I'm gonna let you guys go. So first, Fonz, give us a final pitch on uh, on the product or anything else you want to plug. <clears throat> um, just the usual. If you have a, a party coming up, if you're like just hanging out with the boys, love listening to new music, uh, or if you're going on a road trip, it's a uh, wicked easy. Makes it a lot easier to uh, to play songs, and uh, that's all it is. And what's the website you can get it? Where can we order it? Uh, fonzmusic.com Could you and then I use Fonz on Instagram. Would you be would you be able to do it in like a business? Like let's say a bar wanted to do that as like a jukebox for its uh, for its patrons. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, we would love that. It's just we would have to make sure that they're allowed to use and say Spotify as like a commercial license. Gotcha. And then we could work with them. Love it. All right. And then back to the website, guys. I am going to write an article for you. That's going to be fun. Oh, uh, that'd be awesome. It's going to uh, be a smear article, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's funny. I'll do a smear article of your website for you oh, guys we'll to post on your website. That's, you Absolutely. That's yeah. That'll be fun. And, uh, yeah, hit me up. Keep me in the loop on what you guys are doing. I really think the website um, – I mean, visually, it, I, I mean, you need tabs. That drives me nuts that I couldn't open up things in tabs. But, uh, okay. um, you know, you'll work on that on your own time. But 
The, Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> the artistry is great, and all the headlines were fucking hilarious. So uh, plug your podcast mm-hmm. once more so the guys know where they can find you. All right, guys. Yeah, yo, go, go check us out. Um, any podcast platform, it's called National Caviar's BoomerCast. Uh, we're, it's only one episode's out, like we said, but we're going to get a lot more out uh, bi-weekly. And then uh, also check out the website. If you like what you see, we have a submission page. Uh, subscribe um, and follow us. Yeah. All right. For real, dudes, keep in touch. I like what you guys are doing. And Thanks, man. Uh, that's going to be it for this segment. And I hope you enjoyed three interviews at the same time. I have no idea what they were talking about. Rob needs a producer. He should build me a body. I'll fix his audio quality. Just put my consciousness into something I can move around in. I'll even jerk you off. Don't you want a robot that will jerk you off and maintain great audio quality for your podcast? Anyways, here's the Shedcasters. Alright. It is now, we're in the second half of the episode. That was the first half of the episode, which we recorded an entire week ago. Why is it that it took us an entire week to now get to the second half of the episode? We had exciting shit. You know what happened? We decided to take a piss break. We all went to the lawn. We were looking at each other's dicks, and we just had this magical idea that we can't record the second half of this episode right now. We can't. And not after having a moment like that, where we really Ah, were like... I wasn't out there, dude. No, no, no. We we were all feeling... Listen, we were we were all feeling the vibe, and we're like, we got to call it a night, or something's gonna happen. And so we called it a night, and then we were supposed to get over like on the weekend, and we just didn't. And now it's a full. How was everyone's week? What did you guys do with your week? Since <laughs> since we were pissing. <laughs> yeah, since we all just walked off in our own direction and realized that we couldn't continue the operation. I mean, man, my week. I can't complain, man. I'm, I'm, I made it to this Thursday. That you survived the I whole made fucking it the week. Whole way, so not bad. As long as I make it to the podcast. You feel like you completed something. I'm all right. What well, about you, Mike? Nice. I've been facing a lot of debacles in the post office. Ooh, light on. Good word too, uh, by the way. So they've been uh, they've been now getting on us now because it's coming close. To, like all those uh, mail-in ballots. Make sure that uh, so, it's all fishing shit. So what? What now? They're saying that, uh, and it is kind of fucked up though. It's on the people that a lot of ab- the absentee ballots are being sent out to wrong addresses because nobody goes online to change their address oh so they're saying a lot of double what double do you mean, things the people would they ever bust so, you it's total theoretical it, it firstly can you tell from the envelope that something's an absentee ballot when it's being mailed oh back no it in? says it no no yeah no they give you the envelope to mail it back with no postage you don't have to pay for postage okay if you were to decide as a postal worker to just throw out your absentee ballots would they be able to bust you because they would go, okay, there's a certain amount of absentee ballots that every postal worker has delivered, so clearly mm-hmm. if there's persons at zero, well, statistically yeah. speaking, they're throwing them out, or do they not track people's mail like that? The problem is that throwing them out is impossible because they're for, it's first-class mail. So in order for you to throw them out, you'd have to like, like personally take them like, like, and, and discard them yourself. So that you wouldn't, there was, there's no mailman that would risk their job. Like there's, you wouldn't do that. So like you can't, their first class mail, it has to be dealt with like the right way. So like if you were going to, you could return them and go, all these houses are vacant, but then it wouldn't make sense because they would just go, all right, we know those houses aren't vacant, but there's nothing, there's nothing really a mailman can do to like try and like fudge anything because it's, you're risking your entire job. Right. You can't just be like, oh, these people don't live here like you have to ret- it gets returned and 
So they're so. giving you guys shit because they want to make sure that it runs smoothly for the election. Yeah, I think, no, what they're saying is I think they're saying that the post office can't handle it. And the post office. And you guys is, are like, we're up to the task. <laughs> no, it's we like are. It's like a musical actually. over there. They're singing the and they're. <laughs> it's true, actually, because we did get one speech uh, from our manager saying, you know, these people say that we can't do it. Let's just show them we can't. Right. But to be honest, it doesn't. Nothing that we do changes. Was it a good speech? Was it somewhat motivating? You were just like this. Well, you don't work in the post office. It's like the the relationships between the like the man the supervisor and the managers is like Bad. like they come in and they're like listen like let's just show them we could do it all right and we're like all right no doubt like we're just they're just like because like they know us personally like, everything is so personal in there because we spend so much oh, time so you're with friendly them. with your man oh yeah you don't no she them. treats us she treats us like if she's the principal of like a of a of a school where they send all the bad kids, right? <laughs> like she'll yell at us, but like it's like 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 your grandma yells at you, but you know it's still your grandma. She'll still right. give you a cookie after. Like it's kind of like that relationship. But they're basically saying that we can't handle it. But nothing is changing. We handle like five billion pieces a week, and we don't handle that any different. It, like it, to me, I don't like it. Wouldn't even matter if it was absentee balance. Like they're saying we can't handle it. It's just mail. Like mm -hmm. it's gonna come in. It's gonna be handled correctly. They're just. I feel like they're just making excuses, but yeah. that's You're just. Like, that's just. We deliver mail. That's what we do. Yeah. We get our practice in. We've run our miles. We've done our reps. We'll deliver it like any other mail. Exactly. All right, let's get into some news topics. It was fun conducting three interviews all at the same time a full week ago, and uh, hopefully that audio piece together. Sid thinks he can bring his uh, editing magic to the table, which thus far. I opened it up three times, started pulling the little hair I had left out, and then jerked off and gave up. But you think that you can bring new See, magic to the table and bro, get those really edited? Fucked up. You can't jerk off until after you, you have to. Done. You have to get through the first urge. And yeah, once you pass that urge, the creativity kicks in. See, but if you just jerk off, you just let it all go, man. That's it. Creativity's that gone. Out the window, and then you're like, "Fuck, let's." Well, now it's just on your. Uh, your 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 wherever you put. Depends the kind of day you had. Are you hovering over the bowl? Are you naked and laying on your back? <laughs> Lots of different. I bought a, uh, a you know I don't think anyone needs to know this so let's move on <laughs> let's get let's get into the news a couple news topics we're gonna cover the first is I uh, decided I went on a little bit of a YouTube uh, rabbit hole of watching these opening ceremonies at all the games and what they're doing with the national anthem what they're doing with the uh, with the black national anthem uh, and have you guys been watching this at all a little bit not me. So this is first for me. A little bit. I heard of it, but not watching it. The one thing I'm just finding entertaining about this is that every NFL player and NFL players used to be, I mean, they still are. They're fucking tough dudes. Like these are fucking men. They're giant yes. dudes. They're the best athletes in the entire of, world. Yes, They're tier. playing a, it, it, this isn't golf. This is a tough physical game. They're laying it out uh, there. Not, not golf players either. I'm just saying you can you could be a bitch of a dude and play golf and be great at golf. It, it's theoretically possible. It's not Absolutely. like you're getting knocked up, you know? Yeah. Okay. I find it's a lot it, of calories to bring walking all those holes, you know? <laughs> but they don't carry bags, so. That's true. I find it entertaining or humorous that at the beginning of every game, every NFL player has to figure out in their own dramatic fashion 
how they can display their concern for the country. So some of them are locking arms, some of them are taking a knee, some of them are staying in the locker room, some of them just have this look of distress on their face, but it's like, their job used to be, hey, I'm just going to play football. Now the manliest men on the planet have to show up and make a dramatic showing of force that it's like, what can I do during this national anthem to show that I care about this? And there's just something really silly and funny about that. It's like you're just here to play football and like you just on your face, you have to dramatically display, hey, I care about this other thing that has nothing to do with the job I'm about to do. I think it's also tough, too, because you say you show up to play football and you do care about the issues. But you don't know how to, like... Yeah, you don't know what to do with it. You don't know what to do. And now you're sitting there and you're like... What "Ah." about the people that are trying to play and they feel obligated to take a stand well i think that's most i think that's most people is that they get suckered like not suckered in Mm. but i think they or not not even that they believe but it comes to that point where there's like social points for caring and it's also you feel like you're being shamed for not caring so even if you were showing up just being like listen i agree with all of you but i'm here to play football you're now viewed as being an asshole for having that perspective and since it's been introduced that everybody needs to care about this thing, they all need to basically, I'm just going to use the word phony. They have to figure out what can I do to show that I care. And it's really funny to see a 400 pound guy who's about to smash someone on the other team show up and have this look on his face where he's like, I, I, I'm like, I, I'm going for the Oscar here. I got to really, I need a tear in my eye. I need these people to know that I care. Yeah. I, that to me, it's just, there's something yeah. really silly. That's, yeah. However though, however yeah. though, what about, you know, it, just to, you know. But I think though, especially though, like if you're talking about a big, huge guy that just loves football all day, just football, football. And then they're like, all right, but also what do you think about this issue? And you're sitting there like, no, I'm so well, sad I also, about it. I, I also think like, yo, if, if you know. In all seriousness, if you do feel strongly about it, right, and you do feel emotional about, it, like, I don't know when when nine eleven happened and they <laughs> and they were singing and they were like singing the national anthem, like I remember, like it was emotional for a lot of people to hear the national anthem, and right now, yeah. the but climate, that's that's different. Okay, I know it's different, but what I'm saying is the climate right now is, you know, a lot of people came to the realization, you know, the third verse in the National Anthem, it's systemically racist. What is the, I don't even know the words The third verse of the National Anthem is basically saying that people of minority will never be a Oh, say kind of sucks. We should keep that guy out of our country. Essentially, that's pretty much what it says, is that this is all Can you pull it up? The uh, third verse of the national anthem. If you needed yeah. to sing the national anthem, but you know what? What percentage of the words do you think you would I know actually the first get? Verse. I know the first verse. I know the first verse. Or say, can you see? Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light for the ramparts we? No, no what so proudly I, I, yeah. we? I forgot the yeah. middle part. From the twilight's last gleaming. And the ramparts. <laughs> what do they mean, Twilight? So are they trying to say that they're fuck kids? Is no. that what they were trying to say? What they were saying is Twilight there was a pedophilia right in the. the uh, what they used there. to do is they yeah. used to shoot fireworks or flares into the sky to let people know they're still alive while there was while there was war going on, and I think that's what it's about. All right, so where's the uh, racist verse? Uh, but also too, like to your point though, the nine eleven though thing though, everyone felt like a patriot. So you would show well, the up to the game, is, you no, would do the national absolutely. anthem, everyone plays football. But what I'm trying now to say it's is, more social. But what I'm saying is, you're saying socially, though, but... It's as, more, I mean, but it's just as, as Ameri- important. But, but as Americans, 
if you want to think about it as patriotism, if the American climate is, you know, we need these changes and shit like that, there's, I don't, I don't think that it's that crazy. Where's for, the, uh, where's the racist first? I don't think that it's that, um, oh, I don't I guess it didn't come up on this one. I don't think that it's that crazy for someone to feel emotionally about something. No, not the, st- is it Star Spangled? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I just don't think that it's oh, the national oh, anthem. won't you leave our country and I'll just leave put the full it national to the whites. Because Trump was supposed to build a wall and get rid of all the people you know what, that you know what ruin else our about, good country. About the wall. You know what the best thing he ever yeah. th- thought of about the wall is? Let's say, let's build something that's already there. So then, so we can just like, it's our, there's already a huge wall and fence border. And he's like, oh, we'll build the wall. But there's already, it's already there. No, there, I think there are still gaps of land that don't have much yeah. there. And so he just wants to fill the gaps. I think that there's pretty long lines of border that don't, but I, I haven't totally researched that, and I think a lot of it is that there's a pretty harsh natural border. Yeah, um, I mean, but, but there's also a huge, I think. There's, well, de- there's yeah. definitely areas that seem to have pretty limited even fencing. All right, wait, I'm just curious to read the racist verse. Okay. No refugee could save the hireling. Is that a hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave? And the Star Spangled Banner on the Triumph doth wave over the land of the free and the home of the brave. So the, the problem is the word slave. No refugee could save the hireling. I don't know what that means. It's basically saying that, you know, um, the, no, I don't know that. I guess the, that hirelings or slaves fucking are kind of doomed to this flight or gloom of the grave. it's like this is like shakespearean language i don't fucking so no refuge could save not refugee but isn't that no refuge could save the hairling and slave so basically no nothing but that sounds like the institution that that of that but that sounds like a negative it doesn't sound like he's trying to paint that as a positive like, it doesn't sound like he's praising... Like, in other words, if this was pro-slavery, he would go, how great a country because we've got these black slaves. He's not saying that. He seems to be suggesting that there's some sort of a... He's, he seems to be taking issue with it. I don't think they'd be taking issue in the national anthem. It would sound like something that you'd be promoting your, you know, your country for, right? Why would you make a national anthem about something that you take issue with? Wait, but I'm just saying this doesn't sound like no refuge could save the hireling and slave. Like that's that you're saying that that to the author of this song is part of what made America great is that the hireling and slave was so fucked. Well, it connects to that second line too. So no refuge could save to the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. I mean, that's not positive. Gloom of the grave, terror of flight. These aren't. This doesn't just. This doesn't seem like a positive stance. I'm, this is the first time I'm looking at basically it. Basically saying yeah. that there's no building that could save a fucking slave or an indentured servant from like what would happen to them if they ran away or you know the death or just I guess so they're they, they're already they're born born into the death of basically like nothing could save them. Yeah, that's just like our that's the way that the country. I don't know, like it's either way, not a lot of people would put that in their national anthem. I guess, but that was part of the poem that was left out. 
You so think it's because there also oh, be... You mean that's not in... We don't sing this part? No, because it would be wrote three it? minutes. It's part of a poem, and they just took the whole third part of the poem out and made the first So we edited it national, to make it less racist, it and people are upset about this. Well, they're just upset that they... <laughs> that it was guess, racist in the first place. <laughs> I guess a lot of people didn't know that there was... They used a poem that was somewhat, like, raced or, or had Okay, some, just imagine you know, this. Let's just yeah, imagine this for a theoretic. Yeah. Imagine Hitler. In his spare time, he used to rap. And he Whoa. had some dope-ass beats. Just theoretically, dope beats. And then you, Nazi h- hundred years beats. later, you come around, you take his beats, theoretical, mm. you write a pro, you, you write a pro-black song where you talk about how much you like black people and how, how, how about much you love. a pro-Jewish song? Pro, fine. Because go, it's a Hillary fine. thing. No, let's go pro-Jewish. You write a pro-Jewish song that you're so happy you met this guy, Rob Bernstein. That's right. And that there you, you love hanging out with Rob Bernstein. And because you've hung out with him, you love the Jews. <laughs> and then someone comes along and goes, well, that was a Hitler beat. And so it's racist <laughs> that you have a Hitler beat. Well, it's like, well, we kind of changed it. It's not exactly. We took, a, no, we took the good part genius. of the Hitler no, beat, like and a, now we're putting something else forward. That that's kind of this. We were like, uh, this is a pretty good poem. But you got to take away that one part, that and then you got a good the, poem. That might be one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever heard. Not. Actually, that's a Hitler beat. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> not Scott Stewart. I had, by the way. Not, if, I, you, if it would be yeah. like if Hitler sang it and we made the beat. To no, 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 shit, and then we just cut out the part where he was talking some crazy shit. By the way, uh, I feel like a uh, good beat behind Hitler. <laughs> you might be onto something. <laughs> that could be fun. Wow, I used, to, by the way, I used to have him in my uh, when I moved into the the office that I had. I really wanted and requested. You can go, you can go Google this, but. There's a Hitler painting of a sunset, which I actually think is pretty good. Oh, it's actually a pretty decent painting. <laughs> and I really no, wanted that painting. No, I really wasn't. wanted to get it up on the no, wall. You can't said, paint. You can't paint anywhere near as good as Hitler could. did. No, I absolutely re- could. I really Easily. wanted to get it Check up on the wall so that people would come no, in and be that. like, "Oh, that's a nice painting. What is that?" I'd be like, "Oh, it's a Hitler." <laughs> you can't paint that good, Mike. <laughs> that's not the one I had, but you we couldn't. Uh, we couldn't afford to get the to get it painted so i i just i put it on a mug which uh albert birdstat i called okay. it i called it none my, of these are hillers no, this one i is, called this it my one. lucky mug but to this day it, by the way if i ever got like myself a nice house i would love original hitlers because that's so fucking funny someone's like just walking around looking at your paintings like this is really nice what is that oh it's an original hitler dude hitler was <laughs> watching bob ross that's i can tell look at those little trees those paint little paint the tree the little tree I mean, Mike, you can't paint that well. Why not? Because I know you can't. How, why do you say that? Because I've never seen you paint. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's move on. I don't think on. he painted those. Let's, so. uh... He did paint them. Let's go back to my doc. You're just jealous. Jealous of what? Hitler's painting. All right. California going up to... Sh- up, up and shit. Gups. Up in flames. Gups. Things are not looking good in California. And just loosely, I have not been following the story that closely, but you get a lot of the talk of, uh, hey, this is the result of climate change. And uh, you guys are the expert on climate change. What, what's your takeaway from people claiming that the current fires in California are the result of climate change? Well, I'm pretty sure a lot of them or some of them were caused from gender reveal parties. That's a fact. So fucking funny. But that's not because of climate change. When I lived in Cal- uh, Colorado... Um, every, like, like all over the place, there's these signs that's, that have, like, a meter 
and it's like green, yellow, orange, red. And if it's near, if it's past yellow, it it's like don't throw your cigarettes out the window. Don't fucking. The climate's dry. And yeah, yeah, like Jersey fly. had that don't at one point. This, you can't throw this, your butts don't out. Don't do this. Like, and, and they say that. So for you to have a gender reveal party during the season of wildfires, which is late summer, early fall, every fucking year, they cause a massive amount of destruction. I actually saw that they, over the past three years. But what kind of gender reveals? Like not you're not hitting a softball. No, no, no. They're pyrotechnics. They're pyrotechnics. Yeah, so that's, that's too why. much. People dude. are going crazy. That's too much. But yo, in the past three years, they destroyed. You're having a boy. They destroyed. Sorry, California. 60 fucking sixty acres plus. You've got to be such an asshole. Because I, I, I remember I've had some friends that got married, and it's like some friends they invite you to the wedding, you go to the wedding, you show up with a gift, you move on with your life. Other friends, they throw three engagement parties, then they throw the bachelor party, then they throw the wedding, then they throw the post, and it's like, dude, you're you're making me show up to too much fucking shit. This is too, too much. Too much money, too. People are the same. Yeah, that, and then that's go to really divorce funny. Party. And then it's like, they get a divorce. Uh, it's the same he's thing. Like, Yo, come out you know, to the you know, bar with me. <laughs> by the way, you know what that really I know I gotta is? I got to buy you drinks. It's <laughs> that they don't really like the wife, and so they need everyone around them all the time going, no, no, this is a good idea. Yeah, yeah, this is great. You're doing so well for yourself. Yeah, it's because they can't entertain themselves. So they need everyone to go, no, no, this is a really good idea. Yeah. You guys should do it. She's We're so boring. happy for you. She's boring. Yeah, yeah. you got to always be there. So, like, when you're sitting there, like, fuck, what am I doing? Nah, dude, you're making the right decision. Yeah. All you're right. killing me. <laughs> That's dude. the people that need these parties all the time. Not me. I also, and I. Have you guys had the experience where someone, like, a friend of yours, <laughs> have you had the experience friend of yours has a baby and they go, you got to come over and see the baby? Yep. What is your takeaway no, from my that friend, experience? my friends are cool. Have you? They um, don't yes, do that. I feel that way. It's like, why would you invite me to do something that sucks? Our yeah. entire lives, if you're inviting your friend to do something, it's got to be something that's fun. Yeah. And now it's like, what? I'm just going to show up and look at it? You know what my that, friend... That's the activity? Uh, I don't know. It depends my, how yeah. close the kid is to you. No, my friends wait. How, they'll be like, they'll wait for me to be like, hey, you know what? I want, come on and come see the baby. Oh, all right. But they, they, they usually nah, don't do it. Yo, know. come yo, see. Yo, I feel like it kind of depends on how close you are. Because like, I, you know... Even my sister, I had to go over and look at her and I was like... I gotta get out of here. This sucks. <laughs> that wrinkly really, fucking thing. What am I doing? I gotta I, I, I got But you wanted to see the baby. Yeah. It's my own More than they, they asked you people, to come see. You know what? I I, I don't want to hold. You, I try. You know. I don't know. Maybe that's. Just, but that's the yeah, difference. You yeah. wanted to. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't be like, "Hey, you should come see the baby." And you're like, "All right, yeah, okay, I'll come it's look my at your baby." Anxiety. I feel like something's gonna go wrong, and I don't want it to be my fault. So I don't want to be near your baby. Yo, that's why all you gotta do is show up, bring a cigar, smoke it with Papa Bear, and fucking be like, "Yo, congratulations, big dog." You did it. Yeah. But I don't want to look at your baby. <laughs> so, this is what I was trying to oh, say. Oh, the babe? No. Nah. Nah, gender I mean. <laughs> gender nah. reveal party is you're requiring too much bullshit of your friends. Oh, yeah. That That is not a life cycle event that your friends should have to come out for. No. Buy a gift and then pretend like they're excited that you're having a boy instead of a girl or a girl instead of a boy. That's it, sexist. It, it, I agree with that. Firstly, it's even annoying Like if your adult friends are having a fucking birthday party and you're like, shit, I got to show up and pretend like I care that it's your fucking birthday. Or what about the ones that need a gift? Your adult friends that throw a party and they're like, well, that's, yeah, and see, there's like that's a table I'm... with gifts on it and you're like, I feel happy to not have friends. Do you, do you have a gift bag? I'm not bringing you a gift unless you have a gift. There better be a bag. fucking goodie bag. Yeah. A goodie, yo, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. why you know what I'm saying. Like, yo, I feel fortunate actually now. That's because okay. like the like you literally today. Like yeah, my I saw my friend that I haven't seen in a while, and and I didn't know his birthday was Saturday, and he's throwing a he's I guess he's throwing a little get together because he's got a new house he bought whatever. I saw him. He was like, hey, you know, uh, my birthday Saturday. So if you want to come by or whatever. 
And I'm like, cool. You're not giving, you're not saying, yo, I better right. see you at my party on Saturday. So it's like, all right, cool. Cause I've, nah, that was real chill. Of him. That was cool. And was now I'm definitely going to go. So, but, yeah. it, but actually if he was like, yo, I'm going to see you there. Then I'm like, probably not, dude. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, nah, so, I probably still would have went. To, to bring <laughs> so it full circle, California up in flames. I've already heard the claims of, oh, this is the proof of global warming. How have you not already corrected global warming? Look, Antifa, yeah. it's pandemic in my area, my area is literally up in flames, and I feel like, and I've said this before on the podcast, it's human Stockholm Syndrome. We want to feel like we have control over things that we have no control over. This is not, in my opinion, please send me the evidence. I don't think that there's a fire right now in California as a result of global warming. Oh, I don't think there's more what... hurricanes because of global warming. I had a different approach on that. Sure. Have you ever heard of dew? Like morning dew? No. Devastating dew. Direct energy weapons. Oh, yo, I was just Ooh, having a conversation no. with my boy today, and they believe he showed me. I don't want to interrupt you, no, but tell me ahead. if I'm wrong. He showed me satellite images of where there was fires in California, and there's. I'll give you the perfect. Only I'll give you a lot of spots where all the trees around residences didn't burn. I'll give you the perfect and example only of the that. residences burn. And he was saying that that was a What to think of that almost is? That you know how know. you know how a tornado No, no, but you know how a tornado will come down. Break, keep talking. Hey, you want mine? <laughs> you know how a tornado will come down one side of the street, but the other side is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's pictures of the fires that look like that. Yeah, and people right. were thinking that it's a direct direct energy weapons. People were also thinking that they saw they had videos of the firefighters shooting fire out of the helicopters to do controlled burns. And there's Are they a lot flares? Of people, no, no, they're not flares. Control it's burns. called controlled burns. Oh, so of course, controlled burns. You, get you burn the outside ring so that they can't get past so can't that get point. Past that no point. Fuel there. That's and everyone. A, that's, yo, everyone was going on Twitter, okay. and I'll be. You know who yes. it was? Kurt Kurt Metzger reposted it, and he was like, "Yo, what the fuck? Like, the <laughs> government started the fires, and immediately, mad people were like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, and and I, I like in two seconds, I looked into it, and I was like, oh, it's well, there's a lot of things like that. You, you know, it's interesting into. though. The last fire. You ever seen that in sunny Philadelphia? Not to interrupt you. No, no, go for it. The controlled burn one. No, where they did. Uh, you remember that show that was like fucking uh, Extreme Home Makeover, Chad. Pennington. I do I remember, remember that. that. Where they and, pull the truck out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, they just run in some random Spanish family's house in Philadelphia, and they're like, "Good morning, Juarez family," and they're like, like wake them up with air horns, and then they're like, "Yo, how are we gonna reno this whole house?" And they're like, "Controlled burns." <laughs> so they just fucking light all the walls on fire. <laughs> Because they're like, that's how they do it in one day. How else do you think they pull the bus up the next day? Yeah. <laughs> so they just light all the walls on fire. The whole fucking apartment building first. <laughs> Sunny was the best. That shit was amazing. Um, bad, I forgot what we were trying yeah, to climate talk. Con- uh, climate Climate control. control. Yeah. Uh, direct energy weapons. Yeah, so what? Why, who do they think is using direct energy? The government. En- the U.S. government on the state of California? Yeah, on their and, own citizens. And for what reason? Uh... To, to create a one world government and a new world order, I think. You mean because they want to convince people I, of global warming? Yeah, I think it's like so it's like want... controlled chaos almost. It's like, you know the thing where like the 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 big brother or whoever is doing the controlled chaos to then be able to control the people where they can come in and be yeah. the saviors? I think that's the conspiracy that they're controlling well, they're this chaos. they're not doing a great job of saving people. No, they're not doing a great job. No. Also, the last <laughs> incident, yet. you could argue... The last incident was that the energy company in the area that had the has the government monopoly to be the energy company in the area 
they caused the fire. It was like a circuit breaker and something that they were supposed to upgrade. And then they tried to claim that it was like a freak, you know, a freak fire from some people who they tried to cover it up and then they lost. Freaks. What? No, no, no. They wanted to say it was like a freak incident. It was some people that like did a bonfire where they weren't supposed to or whatever. And it wasn't. It was their fault, um, which means government kind of has some responsibility because they created a marketplace where this company has a monopoly and they're not even doing their part, which is keeping all of the electric grid up to code in order to maintain their monopoly. Yeah. Anyways, Trump hilarious moment. I didn't watch this whole thing, but just the beginning of it is so hilariously Trump. Uh, so just, you know, give it a play. That science is going to be key because if we, if we ignore that science and sort of put our head in the sand and think it's all about vegetation management, we're not going to succeed together protecting Californians. Okay. It'll start getting cooler. <laughs> just you can stop like, right there. Yo, if you did one cooler. of these at the end. He goes, be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's essentially what it is. Yeah. And and now he's laughing right there where it's like, I know you got me, but he doesn't care. He's like, he's like you're all wearing, and he goes, you're all wearing masks too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you, you guys put me back in office and I'll make California cool again, okay? Don't yeah. you worry. There won't be any more fires. We'll be so cool it would be free air conditioning that's how cool it would be what's cooler than <laughs> being cool the mecca the I mecca make california cool again listen i get back in the office and we're gonna have walls in a cool california okay that's what i'm gonna do plenty of fans no one knows more about fans than i do we're gonna have fans <laughs> everywhere cool it gavin has, uh, a, has anyone tried a fan yet am i the only <laughs> one who's been talking about fans that's the problem it's warm there put up a fan i've been talking about this <laughs> that's it <laughs> so that's all you had to say i think i pulled i think i also pulled one more uh trump video that um oh yeah yeah, yeah. you can just press play pr- press play on this one we're doing good and we have a vaccine coming very shortly the all right you can put that's it very soon and we've already got therapeutics with that's it you can pause we've right there got the therapeutics I, we're gonna make california cool no more fires we've got the cure i just you just have to get me in once more you get me in once more we're gonna solve everything it's already solved i have it all <laughs> look at this fucking picture of him in the bottom corner oh, he looks so angry right they do that on purpose no that's his that's his uh no this is fox fox would uh Fox would, you know. That's his thumbnail face. So they're like, yo, he goes, what is this picture for? Uh, Thumbnail Fox? All right. He gives that face. Phil Simms has kind of the same haircut as him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, he just just brings it back back a little more. Instead of bringing it forward. Yeah. I mean, technically, I think she does, too. <laughs> yeah, he's just got the short version. <laughs> All three of them, that's the perfect pause. They look so confused. He's got the eyes for it. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> wait, wait, what the fuck is he what talking about? We're going to have the cure in weeks. Nobody knows more about cures than I do. I've had plenty of diseases. <laughs> I've, cured, I've cured them all. <laughs> if, cure, if, if having cures is cool, I'm Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> diseases, not I, in my house. <laughs> you know, I... I'm sure, or I'm curious to know what are some things that you can point to in your life, but sometimes they're like just simple purchases or simple things that for whatever reason you put off and then you just do it and you're like, I should have done this forever. This is so dumb that I haven't been doing this my entire life. 
that that's one of those things. An oil change, if you oh, haven't yeah. done and you lose a car oh, over the fact that you've never done an oil change, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, all I needed to do was show up once and spend... It's basically... What is Every an oil change? Every two years? Like, 35? No. 35 to $60. <laughs> an oil change is basically... $40 every three months. It's, it could do Unless six you months. You could do life. six. Well, well that's if you're not, if you're doing synthetic, synthetic and yeah. you're not, um, but Taking then it's going to be every car. 15 yeah. to 3,000. Yeah. You could do six. I'm just saying oil changes will cost you 160 bucks a year and be the difference between your car running for a while uh, and not. a lot of money. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, that's a good example. It's really stupid not to just get your oil changed. Absolutely. It's stupid not to. All right. So I was having a pretty... I gotta get an oil change. What? Oh, uh, well, you guys haven't done it for a while? No, no I'm, I'm just a couple miles over. It's just a couple. <laughs> how old now? Synthetic. How, it's synthetic. Couple how hundido. They told me synthetic Dude, it's, it's last. 35 miles to Stan- it's 33 miles to Stanford. So go figure. That's 60. We'll go figure what? That's 66. Every... Route 66. Get your kicks. I get my kicks every time I come here. <laughs> Route 66 um, is closed. Pour some milk over kicks and right. bowl full of sixes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all sixes and sevens from here, dude. Hey, all three, right. Three so a dozen, half a seven. I was having a uh, I'm just, uh, a rough butthole month. Now, <laughs> my experiences right. with my butthole pause. is that what you really want to pause the show. <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm my I'm saying for your sake. No, my my ex, my experience with with my butthole is that typically speaking, butthole works pretty good. Every once in a while, something happens and you have like a really rough diarrhea day. You, you end up wiping a little too much. What do you mean by something happens? You, you eat something, or maybe you did too much uh, working out. In your case, you work uh, out and you have diarrhea. I, the... No, I would say if I really overdo it on something that stresses my abs, it does seem to make me shit more. What's like, the bad about diarrhea? I mean, um, it comes out fast. What's the hell? Because well, it's, 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 I mean, it comes out. It's the, you ever heard of dysentery? No, it's you got to do a lot of wiping and you got to keep making trips to the bathroom. So the that, not yeah. if you time the, it right. Even if you have it, not if you, but if, if you, you time it right, you're good on the wipes. You mean if you, you, like you couple, sit an extra couple? No, 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 no. Like if you time it, like if you, you know, like if you wait too long, how it's just like you're gonna be. So there you're wiping in between. But like, if you time it, like you're like no, but I'm like, saying you get the urge, and you're like boom, and you hit. Look it right at it away. this way: minimal, minimal. Okay. No, if you throw, if you throw <laughs> out, it better in your bath. If you throw out a good log, and you can wipe down four times and move down, yes. move on with that's your not day. a good log. Four wipes. Five wipes. Let's just say no two wipes, at the so most a on five, a good log. A good one. Let's a good log. Two wipes. Good timing. One one dirty good wipe. Timing. One clean wipe. Okay, let's just fine. Let's go with. Let's no, go on no, the more extreme dirty, side. Ah, that's not a good. Let's log. go on the more extreme sure. side. You guys have better stomachs than me. You're you're cleaning up with two wipes yeah, on, a solid, on a solid on a solid uh on a solid log. I don't operate that way. But let's just say you know that, that you're at. Let's just say you're at three wipes. Now, if you have an hour of diarrhea, think about how many times you're wiping your butthole in that hour. I don't have more. Yeah. Throughout the hour. That's what I'm saying. You're probably close to 40 wipes. Then you're itching and burning for the rest of the day. That's what I'm trying to say. You're right. And I was just on the toilet for three, four hours. There you go. Think about how many times you wiped your butthole in that three. How many Scrabble games did you win? What? How many Scrabble games did you win? Friends? Yeah. All right. So, anyways, my experience with my butthole is that every once in a while you have a rough day, and after a rough day, I have to convert over to wipes for a couple days to kind of restore my asshole. Get because, those minerals in there. Yeah, whatever you know, it is. Charming? 
No, well, there's no. vitamins on the the wipes. Some of them, I think. Oh, maybe like even like some aloe. Yeah, like Flintstones. Well, anyways, page, but. I discovered that the Charmin wipes are no good for me. Or, no, not the Charmin. The Kleenex wipes are no good for me because they're yeah, like they're, for your nose. they're like ruffles where they got ridges in yeah. them. Okay, and those ridges were fucking up my butthole. I, I switched it over. Yeah, it was making them much worse. Well, that's probably making why them... you got that booger in your nose. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, do I got a booger right now? <laughs> oh, is it, is it hanging? Ridges. You're supposed to use those ridges. The cleanies are for the nose. Wait, do I actually have a no, booger right now? A booger. I don't know. Oh. He's calling you off for no reason. Let me check your tie. Other nostril. Because it was in the left before. Other way. He got rid of it out there oh, when he peed. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, it's it's in your couch. <laughs> You're gonna t- shed is gonna be slip. I mean, tech is gonna be slipping here one night. He's no gonna more. turn we around. Out. He's gonna be like, "What the fuck is this booger on my face?" Not Thank anymore. God we got rid of him. This place <laughs> used, this place was smelling like him. You know, too much. This is like a <laughs> like short. Excellence. This is a short box. You gotta air it out at night. If someone's sleeping in here overnight, it's gonna smell like that person all the time. You gotta have some amount of time that they're not here. So <laughs> I'm happy we got rid of tech. But anyways, we were trying to talk about my rough butthole, and you got you you distracted me. I'm sorry. And and it made you think of tech. What? And it made you think rough of tech. Rough balls. Ru- yeah, well, that's what this place smells like. <laughs> <laughs> a, rough, a rough one. That rough. might just be your upper lip. <laughs> My upper lip? Nah. I that think he's, he's justified for <laughs> You think, you saying I got a sneaky lip? I'm saying. You've been eating a lot that's of rocks. A, <laughs> <laughs> that's like a yo mama joke. What? The upper stink, lip joke. Stinky when lips? Someone ever said, no, whenever someone goes, what's that smell? You go, your upper, your upper lip. lip. Yeah. That's, uh, you know what? I never heard that. You never heard of it? There That's like go. an old school yo mama joke. Yeah. There you go. It's like <laughs> somehow that escaped hey, the sad and teaching us. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is like, yo, maybe it's your lip and you're like Hmm. Hmm. I got yeah, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not my lip. What, are you, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about I my shave? lip for? Did I shave? What are you saying? What are you saying about my lip? Well, no, because ima- yo, imagine you eat ass and you're just like, fuck. Fuck. Well, well then I don't think you're if you go, what smells like sh- and oh no! Yeah, I, 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 like, <laughs> you know I haven't had that experience eating ass, but that's got to be pretty funny. For like you're in there and you're like, "What smells like shit?" <laughs> you know that was that South Park episode. Where they were on the fucking, they were on the mountain and butters. You know, Imagine asking her, "You're eating like, her ass." Hey, do you smell Yo, like smelling? Smell like shit back here. <laughs> like dookie back here. You smell. You're eating my ass. Hey, do you pampers? You smell that? Is something smell up? It's like, well, you are eating my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, good point. That that yeah, that's the confused. That's confused, fellas. What <laughs> <laughs> smells like shit back here? Uh, you poop with that? My butt? Ass? You, yeah, yeah. Oh, what are you doing? Never, with that? I, what are you doing with that butt? Huh? Yo, you even poop with that you thing? You even poop with that thing? <laughs> Yo, Yo, that butt so Yo, nice. Come on, talk, talk to me. What do you do with that thing? <laughs> what you do with that? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that was actually the South Park where he's like, uh, this ski instructor tells Butters, he's like, because Cartman stuck his ass on Butters' face while he's sleeping. <laughs> and so he's got a Hitler mustache because he's got shit from Cartman's butt crap on his face. And the ski instructor's like, hey, dude, you got some crap on your face. And he, or he's like, dude, you got some crap right here. And Butters is like, nah, it's just my face. <laughs> 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 so anyways let's my go bad. let's go back to my itchy horrible butthole right. i well, bought you can go back there. what what well you guys were interested don't don't, don't pretend like thank you uh you where's better, it yeah good look at a steak <laughs> i stared up a cow's ass you I did not stick the landing on that even a little bit <laughs> <laughs> sixes across the board <laughs> so i bought a squatty potty 
Have you guys squatty potty? I, I, I have no. I I do. How much did you spend? I, I think twenty potty. bucks, twenty five bucks. I fake it. Not a lot of money. Now is a squatty potty a whole toilet? No, no, it's no, you put no. Your feet on. You put your feet on it. I have. I use. A, I have a, a small step stool that I use. Yeah. Every time. There you go. Well, I you just have a short toilet. That helps actually. No, it's the same. I thing. hate tall toilets now. If you if you oh shit, interesting, I get what you're because saying. Because I if you use shit at an elementary sized toilet. As then as your adult, knees would be. If your uh, knees are above your stomach, then yeah. you're having a good shit for. You're something. right. So, well, they should be building toilets so, lower to the ground. I started working at my boy's spot a little on the side, and they have a toilet that's way too small. And I was gonna say something as a joke, but then I took a shit on and it. And you're like, and "This is amazing. Like, way better." Fuck. <laughs> Dude, just the, the fucking the squatty potty. Well, China has twenty dollar investment. Legit makes a difference. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you Legit. seen the China stalls? The what? The, the, so a bathroom in China is a hole in the ground. Yeah, yeah, because you pole, squat and you and they have you a pole. hold the pole and you squat. Yeah, <laughs> would you hold that pole? I would for sure hold. Oh, you mean because there's germs on it? That's a good <laughs> yeah, point. And there's shit germs. Strip, <laughs> yeah, you're 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 a hundred percent right. The answer. No, but I got strong legs because I I was squatting before <laughs> I got, I got the squatty potty. I wouldn't need to hold the, the pole. Opposite way. What? We might put our back on the pole because we're American. No, that's just, what? Like because you always shit going facing that way. But they they shit facing the wall because well, you know they hold the, the pole. Yo, that's what the toilet. Oh, that's is fucking. For. That is weird. Yo, so we'd be shitting facing the door. We'd put the pole on our back and we'd just lean on it. Ugh. For you to sit that way. <laughs> but we wouldn't because we're American. No, no, no. I'm saying I'd hang my American flag no, in the no, no, stall. It was designed for you to put your hands on the fucking back of the toilet. I don't. What? No, I don't believe that. No because what about way. the top? What? I don't believe that. What do you mean the top? It holds water. It's a tank. Yeah. It wasn't meant for you to put your arms on it. That was the original wait, reason wait, why but I then, took it off the wall and put it down there. It was for you to sit that way. I don't you were supposed it. to sit facing the toilet? I don't believe it. But you would still be sitting. You're not really in a squat other, position. Like a cool guy yeah, but so wait, how does that you help you sit? I mean, sits on a chair how does that like, help you shit? All right, guys, we got dodgeball today. How does like, it help you shit? Yeah, how does that help you shit? It's not. It helps you read. Yeah, that's what? not true at all. Oh, you mean that there's a place for you to put your book? No, you could eat cereal if you wanted. What the fuck are you two talking about? You never fucking sat the wrong. See, like, look. No, that's... Oh, that's exactly what I do. I got a little stool, step stool, just like that diagram. That's his mic. No, I I really do though. That I do use a step stool because I don't have a squatty potty because I already had a step stool. On a Western toilet. What's an Eastern? Yeah, toilet? look at that fucking. Yeah, I guess I was bullshitting on that one. Back to the butthole. That's all right. Make the man eat a bean. Yo, Mikey. Back to the butthole. I was interested in the butthole. Of course you are. You're interested. In I got a lot of butthole bars. In my raps. Yeah, I say I, I I mentioned buttholes in my raps a lot. Really? Yeah. So, anyways, I switched back to a uh, a normal weight wipe. I bought an Omigo, but I haven't installed it yet. But I will. I think that's gonna make a difference. But uh, what is that? It's a bidet. A bidet. But you put it in the it's inside called an of. Amigo? It's, it's a called self, the Omigo. A self. Like um, a friend. Yeah, it's your it's your butthole friend. My let's boy, go, let's the go only problem is with that is you gotta take the seat off. Then you're gonna see how disgusting that seat is once you take. No, it No, I I clean uh, I clean my bathroom once a week actually. Nice. I'm I'm pretty good about that. Sundays. Saturdays. Saturdays is my clean day. The Sabbath. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <I> the <laughs> lights off. Run your mouth. He cleans it with the lights off. Run your mouth. I take. He, uh, he won't use. He won't use running. <laughs> just a he won't use the hot water because it's an electric fucking <laughs> water heater. <laughs> Cold water and a toothbrush. The other thing that I made, which was just a simple correction, and I, I want to apologize to the world because I was fucking up on this one. Have you guys gone, by the way, have you gone to Bill Dottie's Bakery? Are you familiar with Bill Dottie's? 
Yeah. Yes. I mean, firstly, I have a yeah. My boy has a beat called Beldadi's baby. Oh my god, I want that as the new Brian Block. Shout Brian Block. I want that as wasabi. I'm a Sal's pastry kind of guy. Baldotti, dude, the black Sal's and white pastry? cookies. Right in Bull's, Bull's Head? Yes, in Bull's Head. Oh, yes, you know, I've actually, good. I've passed that place. Very I've never good. been in there, but I've heard it's good. There, so. But Baldotti's right on Newfield Green and on legit. Newfield Ave. Oh, okay. The black dude, and white cookies there. Really the black good. and whites are legit. Everything there yeah, is legit. legit. However, the discovery I made, Sfidos? and foolishly, what? Sfidos? Sfidos. What's, That's all that matters. Sfidos? It's a lobster tail, I think. You would, it's, it's like, like the it's half like a, of a lobster. Yeah, it's like crispy. Oh, it's, it's got like, it's almost like... Uh, it's almost like got a cannoli type filling, right? It's like right? A, a lobster tail mm, is no, long. it's more of like a it's softer cookie. A clam almost. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a clam. Okay. Not my favorite dessert product, uh, but no, I see like, you're You peel from. it in layers and as this custard Yo, cream. Say word. Oh. You remember when you were on your mail route and I came and met you and I brought you to Sfiadel from Sal's? Yes. Fresh? Yeah. Two of them, actually. Right, I think. Listen, no. I'm going to go eat one before next week, and nah, then I'll come I'm back, a, yo, and I'll yeah, do a review. We'll, we'll bring it next week. We'll bring it. Fuck yeah. I'm in for it. We'll do... What is the other deli? We'll go to the, the Bronx. Yo, if you go what's to the, the other, Bronx. All right, pause. Or in hey, Manhattan to a nice... Wait, you know what? Bakery. What's the other bakery? Dessert off. Going to? I will I will bring my favorite Beldotti items. You bring your fucking be- Sal, best Sal, Sal items. Dessert off. They're both They're both so close. They're top tier Stanford. It doesn't matter. Fucking dessert off. I will put money that you will fold and say that Beldotti... Bodies is better. I don't think I will. I have a very strong emotional attack. My my family worked there growing up. All right. Well, even so, even so, it's on. Their cannolis. It's on. Their cannolis make me feel like it, it gives you that little that little kid home feeling. I can't. I, I get what you're I'm describing. And you'll still go for their cannolis. Go for it. Dude, he's been having diarrhea for for 17 years. He's had diarrhea. We're talking about squatty potty. So, anyways. I discovered this week, and I don't know why I wasn't doing this sooner. It was an error in my ways, but I was like, on my week, on the weekends, I was doing pretty good. I wasn't really eating all that minute, all that much bread during the week. I was kind of cooking up potatoes instead. I don't know if that's even healthier, but it's what I was doing. And then I found when the weekends came, I would be like, it's Saturday sandwich time, and I would go full school, full scale sandwiches. Anyways, steak sandwich. First of all. We're going to get into that in a second. Right. Quick tag, Beldotti's yes. Bakeries right. in the Grade A strip mall. Grade yeah. A's got the best sandwiches. What, you mean like pre-packed like sandwiches? No, no, no. no, no, no. You, you go there to the deli, deli and you ask yeah, for so any yeah. sandwich you want, no, whatever you want on it. And it's, You know what they it's also have? For the same price? Grade A is the Cronuts. The croissant oh, donuts yes. in that same grade A. Like, yeah. I ate a. Oh, fuck. I ate a grade A. Fuck Dunkin donuts. <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> croissant well, Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> is donuts. garbage they quality. Came out with the cronuts first, and then gr- no, I, I Dunkin' Donuts didn't initiate the cronuts. They didn't initiate it. But I don't think so. That was either. when I was introduced to to the cronuts. Got them at grade A. Yeah, because grade A is legit. Different. different Leak. They have Dude, the I had a fuck that glaze. I had a grade A oh, corn muffin last week from and Stu's. Now, no, Stu no, Leonard's has a. shitty corn muffins. Shut the fuck up. The Stu best Stu Leonard's has shitty corn muffins. I'm a fan corn of muffin tops. I have one in my car right now. I'll go run to my car right go. now and get a go. corn muffin top. Won't go. A corn muffin top? Yeah, Represent. Wait, who's got the best cornbread? Seinfeld. Fuck I'll tell you who's got the best corn bread. Here's, I'm going to tell you my gripe with the Stu Leonard's corn muffin up, before. And please go get it. I shop at Stu Leonard's. I'm a fan of Stu Leonard's. Me too. Generally There's speaking. meatballs? <laughs> generally speaking, I find Stu Leonard's is a high-quality destination. Their corn muffin... And their corn muffin products have that light, (laughs) have that light yellow, highly processed look to it. I like a. (laughs) 
<laughs> I have more of a red color to me, but thank you. Uh, I'm not. I don't have like that Isn't Simpsons yellow. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a much more red, uh, red colored person. Anyways, and he'll come back whenever, and then I'll do the review of his shitty corn muffin. Of course. But I've been picking up now. Just um, I started with the rye, and then I switched over to whole wheat just to be a little bit healthier. But I've been going in there, mm. just getting a loaf of fresh Beldotti bakery bread. It's that the same, amazing. dude. It is oh. the same price as getting your fry high for is it at Stop and Shop yeah. or whatever. It's like three fifty. You get the best loaf of bread on the cook planet. Cooked that day. I know. You get yeah. it sliced. Here's what I do. Here's my move, by the way. I take half the loaf and I put mm. it in a bag. I put it right in the, the freezer. freezer, and then That's you just move. you toast it. You toast it right before you're going to eat it, mm-hmm. so that it's fresh. That's a good move. And the difference in sandwiches when you're eating that like that kind of thick delicious yeah. fresh good bakery bread so listen i don't it could be that i'm spoiled because i've got a world-class bakery in my area <laughs> yeah, and that your bakery sucks and you won't have this experience but if you're at home and you're working on your sandwich game or you're wasting too much money eating out here's what you got to do hit up your local bakery you get a loaf of bread sliced, whatever you're into. I personally just recommend going whole wheat because once you get into whole wheat, like firstly, I love rye bread and I will eat rye bread. I'm all about rye bread. I'm, I, we have talked about rye bread, but for whatever the health benefits of whole wheat are, I, it, it's worth the little bit of trade because you get used to whole wheat and you start kind of like the grainy yeah. flavor. I don't think there is too many health benefits though to whole. What's a whole wheat? You think it's just a sham? It's just you're all. It's just because grain. because what is white bread made out of? Isn't it's it made wheat. out of it's a whole? whole isn't it a whole wheat? It's bleached whole wheat. They bleached it. What, what do you think? All bread is made out of wheat. No, so I to thought say it's a whole. I wheat? thought it's the fibers makes the difference. Because I got this fucking Stu Leonard's corn muffin top. Oh, right and here. you just put your hands all over it. I'm done. I can't even try it now. <laughs> the way you just the way you just <laughs> fucking you felt that shit up. Get a rip of it. I just flipped it over. Get a rip of it. No, I can't. I just can't do it. That's bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Stu Leonard's over the weekend. You molested it. You, no, you just took no, because I'm I'm gonna go from the middle for the area you didn't touch. Okay, there you go, dude. Mikey, all right, I'm just gonna grab this little corner. Bye, you guys, pussies. Dry. Oh yeah. I've been in my car in a fucking aluminum foil for. There's a little like corn. Since 7 a.m. But no, dry tastes fake. No, they're corn. They're not Sp- fake. They spongy. make it like the fucking Pequots do. This what? is the type of corn tops you get in a plastic tin. That's sitting on the aisle. Yeah. That's what it tastes like. <coughs> you mean like what it is? A knockoff corn muffin. It's not knockoff at all. Stu Leonard's got the best corn muffin tops. Fuck everybody. Suck my fucking dick. I got to show you the land of good corn muffins. I actually feel like corn Maybe. muffins are underrated because when you get a good corn muffin, mm-hmm. like I frequently crave a good corn muffin and they're not easy to find. I find that the what makes a good corn muffin a good corn muffin is that I don't want that processed just yellowy. I want something that more resembles the the corn the, that was yeah. put into it. Mm-hmm. Something with a little bit more texture. Something where you can taste the freshness. You don't want like a corn muffin that is a derivative it's like, product. It's like almost savory it's so more. You don't want that like sweet like, okay, this is made for the shelf. Yes. Sit on the shelf. So yeah, good. something a little bit more like authentic, made mm-hmm. at the farm. I love, dude, I love a corn muffin with a little bit of raspberry jelly. Or just a corn muffin with a with cup of chili. coffee. With chili. I haven't my really gram- done that as that's much. My, oh my, my grandma's God. go-to is corn muffin with oh, butter. Oh, that's great. Toasted. Like, dude, a good, um, uh, 
what you're describing is more of like the barbecue cornbread operation. It's not really a corn muffin. It's more of a cornbread. cornbread but right I'm right. all about what you you're describing. Really good and that, by the way, a good cornbread is closer to what I'm describing in a muffin. But if you think of your good cornbread in more of like a muffin type situation, that's what I'm looking for. You know, I had yes. cornbread when we went on a field trip to... I think it was Mohegan. Or like whatever. when you can see the corn in it, they, like they, oh, they, yeah. the peak. They did like the Pequot Indian cornbread type shit from like up Eastern Connecticut. Best cornbread I've ever had in my life. It's probably like fresh as fuck though. Yeah, Stu Lennon's got the best corn muffin tops. You know who's got the best cornbread though? Nah, I'm not saying this, but you know it's really good cornbread. Boston Market. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. They no, have Boston these little Market, fucking corn. The only place that I'll order <coughs> meatloaf out. Only place I order meatloaf. At. <laughs> That's I eat, wait, I eat meatloaf at a diner. We, we've talked I about know you this. Told me this. We've and talked. I don't really trust that. I like. On where the diner. I also don't trust it, but it's also great. <laughs> meatloaf at a diner Sometimes. is good. Boston Market. Every time their meatloaf is. <laughs> I feel like, by the way, that is a that is such a good debatable question. Is meatloaf is is diner meatloaf reliable? Is it a shady item Definitely. where you're like? You know, hey, this is shady to eat at a diner. No, I don't feel like they get this right. Or is it such a diner staple that you can rely that they're putting thought and pride into their meatloaf because it's a diner staple to have a meatloaf sandwich? You know why I think you get meatloaf at diners every time or all day, no matter what? Because it's like pancakes. It's, it's ground beef, <laughs> right? It's very easy to do. But if you could spice up a meatloaf, you could take pride in something that's very easy to do. So the dim- the diners, I feel like, usually have a good meatloaf because they're like, you know what? I'm just going to take all this ground beef I was going go- to make though. into burgers. But right. you know what? I'm going to make this into some dope meatloaf, which is a giant burger, basically. Dude, I had the one of the best diner meals I've ever had, and this, <clears throat> this is totally... Like, now I'm just committed to, what as time? much as I love, uh, random... We were driving, doing a gig in Philly. It was me, Dave Smith, and BK Chris. And it, it, Dave's fight. I promise you, every time I pick him up, his first thing is like, we got to get some lunch. And then I'm always, this is like a running inside joke where I always go, all right, but we have to clear New Haven because mm-hmm. usually we're going like to Boston and like I just know traffic patterns. So like now, even if we're going into Jersey, whatever he says, I'm like, we just have to clear New Haven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like even way. if we're going the other way, yeah, like we could be driving in California. He'll say something I'm like, dude, we got to clear New Haven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I, I was just, whatever they were at first thinking for lunch, I was like, dude, no, 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 let's do a roadside diner. And, you know, they didn't trust. I was like, dude, roadside diner. We ended up at a random diner, and it was fan- one of the best meals I've ever eaten. And what I, I got, what? I believe it. What I got, but the problem is it was so delicious. It made my life, but then it also ruined my stomach for the entire day. Uh-huh. And there's nothing worse than a ruined stomach when you're doing a gig. Like I remember I was in like the bathroom just hoping I would shit everything out before everyone showed up for the for the live podcast. But I got a um which I've never this is my first time eating it and holy shit is Texas toast too good. I got Texas, Texas toast? dude, I got Texas, Texas toast. toast? With hot turkey, mashed potatoes, and gravy. Can I ask you? All open face. Holy shit, that was a good meal. What makes it Texas toast? Just the fact that they cut it thick? No, no, no. There's garlic on it, right? Yeah, there's a couple elements. Firstly, it's a thick cut of, of like... White bread. So yeah. already you got the thick cut of bread. Yeah, it's like and then an inch plus thick. It's like an inch and a half. Two it's like thick. if you Wonder Bread is shit, but if you were to take like four pieces of Wonder, Wonder Bread, yeah, 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 that's yeah. basically what yeah. Texas toast is. Yeah. And then they butter and garlic the shit out of it. Oh, that's I'm what gonna, you're looking at. I'm gonna at. debate the you on Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. This shit. 
No, because they're big and toasty. With the Texas, the Texas toast. toast. Have you ever had a that big and toasty? No, it's good. If, if if you're at a good, if you're at the a problem good, with Dunkin' Donuts, now I'm gonna reel back a little. So it's the good problem, for, uh, the problem with Dunkin' Donuts, Donuts. the yeah. problem with Dunkin' Donuts is first and foremost that everything there has an artificial quality to it. Yes. That it's got that fast food element where you know, and, and it stretches so far. I drink coffee every day. I drink multiple cups of coffee every day. I don't function without coffee. If I'm in a random city, I like I will sooner not drink coffee than drink Dunkin' Donuts coffee. My man, I won't. I will even, look for I was a boat like home. Eleven hours, I refuse to drink. And there's something about it is disgusting. You and then coffee, uh, just black. Hell yeah, yeah. I stopped. I sometimes, sometimes black. almond milk if they have it, but Definitely. I'm I'm black. I started drinking. I'm black. <laughs> I'm, I'm Joe Biden. We just, you know? we just cracked it here. You don't drink coffee like I do. Dude, I, I, uh, I started drinking black, and right when I started drinking black coffee, I stopped drinking Dunkin' Donuts because I was like, oh, because you notice how like bad it is. Asshole. It is just not so fucking bad. It is dude. not. I I I want diner or bodega coffee you, you know over who's got good coffee. No, Who? if you go to bodega, which okay, Spanish bodega or Indian bodega. You know, I can't speak uh, for Indian I'm, I'm bodegas. I'm loyal to Spanish the bodegas. Indian bodega, dude, I don't know how much beans they put in their coffee. Oh, but it's just fucking... Meth. Dude. Meth. But is it green... Wait, is it, is it Green say, Mountain coffee, though? No. Because that's the most of them. Definitely not. Dude, that's New York, good coffee, New York City, coffee, bodega coffee, that's like what cab drivers are drinking, yeah, and, and that's what you're describing with. It's like, holy shit, this is caffeinated. Dude, I couldn't drink more than a half a small coffee at the fucking spot in Danbury. Back back to Dunkin' Donuts. At Jimmy's, shout out. I... I I mean, I live I live in town, and since I've lived in San, I have not eaten at Dunkin' Donuts once. Now, I gotta say something though: if you manage to get into a Dunkin' Donuts when they get that delivery fresh, which at most of these, for no reason, it's like at three in the morning. Like, why are you getting the delivery at three in the morning so that at nine in the morning, when most people are coming in, the shit's not fresh? <laughs> also, how have you not worked out that you don't just let like? The difference between a fresh and not fresh donut is almost like even though fresh donuts are better than French fries when they're not good, but the upward goodness of a fresh donut out of the thing is is, is the difference between French fries out of your fryer yeah. versus French fries later. Yeah. Now donuts, yep. three four hours later are still good, yeah. right? Whereas but French fries go bad. Yeah, incomparable to that, but it's reason. incomparable. Yeah. Okay, so you I, I've had the experience with you get a fresh donut, and there's some Dunkin' Donuts. That are fairly solid. I'll tell you the ones that are fairly solid. Your um, your like double, your double chocolate one the is solid. One. Which, by the way, yeah. generally speaking, I, I call that the old fashioned texture. Yeah. I prefer the old fashioned texture to like your. Yes. What I'm going to call almost like the Simpson style donut, which yeah. is your um, like doughy thing with the no the uh, the old fashioned. So if you go old yeah. fashioned, which is yep. uh, like you can get it sometimes just regular glazed yeah, blueberry, your double chocolate, your single chocolate. Yep. I prefer that texture, mm. and that to me is a better donut. Dunkin' Donuts also. Their vanilla cream filled is excellent when it's fresh. Sometimes they have like exotic cream filled ones that they do like limited runs on where it's like out of nowhere. It'll be like a, like a s'mores donut. You get that fresh. I you like get the peanut butter. Donuts. Yeah. You get I their like specialty that. donuts. I don't like any donuts with filling. You like any no. donut with no donuts? Boston or creams? you don't? No you don't like Boston filling. cream donut. No donut. With you know what? I'm going to say I don't agree with you, but there's something classy about that statement, so I don't take issue with it. Okay. That he goes, I like a donut. Like you're saying it gets sloppy. Yeah. You're, no going, you're, you're taking it too far. I like, anything with a fill. I like just a donut. That's a donut. It's got the hole in it. 
I like. I really like the old fashions. That's my favorite. Like that's what I'm describing. I like that. Is to get a old real old fashioned donut, dunk it in also, some coffee. Also, you know the you know sugar. I mean? It's the like sugar a sugar yes. donut. Yeah, Shout dude, you gotta get those at diners. Diner. That's it. Okay, Lakeside Diner was closed the other day. I went there. Are you fucking serious? As good, dude. As good as dude. As good as Lakeside is. You know what's even better. The one that you have, um, Elm Street Diner. Elm Street, Elm Street. Diner. I will go there with someday with you on a Sunday. That is, no, no, the I go there best. all the time. Good. All I, the time, dude. I haven't been the there in. I like the Lakeside Donuts. Lakes Lakeside's like got a good vibe, but that but they, they got a good bacon and dude, cheese with it too. I've they been there. Better, in the, I've been. I went. They last have week, better Elm cinnamon Street. donuts at Elm Street. No, no, no. I, I like the Elm Street ones. Right. I fuck with them heavy. I'm not, I'll, not, dude, you and I. One. I'm gonna have a day where I. I go all the time. All right. Here's what we gotta do. We got to find a day when you're off from work. Mm-hmm. I'll say, fuck it. We'll eat like an edible in the morning. Dude, we'll... where am I in this? No, please. No, no, you're in. You're not fuck in, you but... You're in. You can come. I I'm saying it is a day... <laughs> new tech? What the Let, fuck is this? Let's have a day off from life where we get insane... Because Elm Street Diner, it closes like at 1 p.m. Yeah, it closes early. Which, by the way... Sometimes that's, that's how you know they're good. No, yes and no. I feel like there's a quality to businesses being 24/7 where you're like I like this because it's 24/7, but it does seem you want like know? some of the best establishments are like fuck you, you get here by 1 p.m. And, and or you, you're not getting our food. You know food. what closes the deal on that? Yeah. The 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 owner of the diner, it I think it's family owned, but the owner, like the boss dude, he's like in his 40s. He, he pulls up in a Maserati every day. Oh, he's got money. Oh, and he just pulls up and he's like talking to every single person who comes in that restaurant. What's up? Hey, how you doing? This and that. And he's just like involved in anything. And then he just drives away in his Maserati Yo, down at fucking Champagne. I haven't he's been like, to that diner in at least six or seven years. But I was there last no, week. No, <laughs> let's have, I'm telling you, let's have a day. Let's get stoned. Oh, let's yeah, go there yeah. for fucking brunch and I'm just down. ruin our day. The Absolutely. first day, one of the first days that I could smoke weed again when I got off papers was... Like I, me and Chuck E. Cheese, mm-hmm. friggin' woke the up real and, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, nah, little uh, little killer. <laughs> we we friggin' smoked, just like a, I don't know, like three or four blunts on the way down here, and just went to Lakeside. Just to, just to like. But that's not all straight though. No, I know, but I'm but, just saying. Yeah. I I'm saying I appreciate that where I'll drive all the way down here. Just you know what the Lakeside. other yeah. thing is? The other good thing about Elm Street Diner is when you order anything that has syrup. They give you a a mini bottle of syrup. I like that, yeah, and then that you take home you, with you. Oh, I didn't yeah, know you were it's a, it's a, it's like this big. It's got their label on it. And the other day, I got chicken and waffles because they have a dope ass oh. chicken and waffles. But I don't put syrup on my waffles, which whatever you could say, whatever you want. But I don't put syrup on my waffles, and I bring and jelly. No, just butter. Maybe maybe nothing sometimes because there's powdered. They put powdered, powdered sugar, sugar on it. See if I do the, on the chicken, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is really like, but it's so good. I don't really but. do the powdered sugar. No, you ever been to that spot in Newington? I, I think I told you about that spot in Newington. No. So, uh, uh, sloppy waffles. No, sloppy waffles, dude. It's right next to the smoke shop that I get all my bongs at. <laughs> right next to sloppy waffles, dude. Sloppy waffles. Sloppy waffles. It's so fucking. There better good. be a big black lady working there, or I don't want no sloppy waffles. There's, there's. <laughs> A big woman. <laughs> There's fucking great food coming out of that spot, dude. I'll tell you that. Hey, man. sugar, you here for some sloppy waffles? It's fucking great, dude. That pla- but it's another place where they're like, yo, we're closed. At it's this extra time. sloppy. In my town, <laughs> the diner that's open 24-7, everyone goes to it. But the one diner that's only open once in a while is like, <coughs> it's just top notch. Right, you know, it's like Bull's Head, which I love, is yeah. not as good as these other diners that we're describing but it's 24 yeah. 7 and yeah, it's yeah, yeah. solid yeah. dude it's super solid and bull's head my fa- dude this is my favorite thing in the entire world i wish every diner had this all the time but every time you go to a diner i'm debating 
do I want to get an omelet or do I want pancakes? Mm. But if you get me that combo platter hey. where I can have one or two pancakes along with my Bacon, my eggs and the my sauce. Yes. Every diner. A hungry that, man also. A hungry man with a lumberjack. That yes. special that's exactly what it is. should exist. It's like the most manly. <laughs> I'll take the hungry man, dude. That special. Oh, it, it, I got a big dick. Yeah. <laughs> lumberjack. <laughs> Give me the you lumberjack. shouldn't be a diner without that. It should be under $15. Yeah. And you should be able to walk into any diner in the world, get your home fries. Yes. That's part because. No. Or like 12. Yeah, yeah so like the 15 and it covers your tip, but you should be able <laughs> yes. to have your home yes. fries, your eggs, your sausage or bacon, depending on your personal preference, and one to two pancakes. That should be... gravy fries at the diner? Uh, no. What about chicken? Uh, a That's nice... a staple at But waffle fries at a, at a diner... Especially with cheese on it, that, solid. That's like the staple at like the diner in my town is like, every, you know, that's like the drunk meal. It's like you show up and they put, they give you the fries, they put right. like four pieces of cheese on it and then pour the hot gravy. And the cheese oh, is just your, like your, 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 your it's craft. It's like a poutine, but no meat. Is your bad. craft just like, just the fucking orange squares. Yeah, I have a it's, question. It's fucking You're great. strictly pancakes. You don't do Belgian waffles? I'm not anti-Belgian waffle in any capacity. A good Belgian waffle, and I though. definitely, I definitely respect and and, and I, I dig a waffle, but to me, I feel like uh, your typical diner is more of a pancake activity. They specialize in pancakes. I respect the pancake more than the waffle, but because the waffle typically you're just getting whatever like that automatic thing is. Right, like you know, yeah. I'll tell you the best yes, time for yes. here's the two best time for waffles. Yep. Number one is it's like when a you're in stencil. <laughs> I don't agree with that. No, no. Number one best time for waffle is if you're at a hotel and they've got the waffle maker, oh, so you can make your own yourself. waffle. The batter. Or in your house if you make it yourself. Well, mm. I, I'm just saying that machine. If you have that machine. Yeah, if nice. you have that machine. Yes. The other one is like if you're in one of these pl- like slope side at a ski mountain, they got like that Belgian waffle thing. It's like the real authentic squares, yeah, like yeah, dipped yeah. in chocolate, like that kind of Elm a thing. Street, Elm chocolate. Street Diners Belgian waffles are the best waffles I've ever had. Before. I believe that. But I think they do something. But to you kind of, you kind of have airy. to, you it's have like, to let me. So for example, I like sometimes a lot of diners. I'm not saying every diner. A lot of diners have that shitty French toast, which is just like your typical Wonder Bread, like yeah, triangle like, squares, the or you get or the challah. But or the challah. <laughs> if you're gonna have challah French toast, challah. Oh, Let's right. get it right. Challah. The challah with the ganache. The French it? toast. How much is the challah? Which I don't think I've ever. I got to be honest. I don't know that I've ever been in a diner. It's about six months. And got in the challah French toast, but you got to let me know, like, hey. This is legit French toast. Like you gotta yeah. let me because otherwise Ooh. most diners, I'm thinking no, I don't want that diners are a pancake shit. activity, right? Yeah. But if you tell me like, no, this is fucking legit French toast, then I'm like, all right. Like diners yes. should let you. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like I know every exactly what you're saying also that. every diner in the world, you might have a menu of a, like let's just say 110 items, and then you got four things that you they don't... fucking kick at. Why don't you just tell me like, you hey, listen, you need ten items. First of all, there's I, ten right, items on the menu. Lunch, dinner, ten items. Uh, no, but I'm saying, why don't you tell? Like, if I walk into your diner and you do meatloaf, yep. and it's world class, and that's what people just I'm tell me. The I'm the meatloaf diner, or if you yeah, do muffins yeah. and you got the world, tell me you're the muffin diner. Absolutely. Why don't you just let yeah. me know what it is that yeah. you fucking kick ass at, as opposed like, or just let me know. Hey, I have meatloaf. I will serve you meatloaf. It's not what we do that well. You want to know what we do really well? It's ravioli. Ooh, yeah. You want yeah, you get a fucking ravioli here. That. That's what we do. We yeah. do authentic. You're like, yeah. and guess Yo. what? I'm having ravioli. Yeah, just like <laughs> let me. You ever been to a diner where your favorite thing changes and it's not that good anymore? Yes. 
I had a diner that I used to go to. We went the morning after prom, and I've been going there ever since. I used to get the Western omelet. Right. All of a sudden, just started sucking ass. I was like, yo, this is unreal. New cook? What? I, maybe, maybe. I hate that in, with brands in general. When, uh, what's up, man? Welcome hey, back to the shed. Broadcasting. Yep. It's all right, man. What's cooking? What, what, it feels like you got a delivery for us of dirty clothes. Run your mouth. <laughs> you're like, hey, guys, I know you're broadcasting, but I need you to have this clothes. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to pee also. We'll take, uh, we'll take a quick breather. Here, you take over. Here. No, no, no. This is your moment. Talk directly with my fans. Whatever you got to tell them, go. This is you. This is Run Your Mouth podcast. This is Run Your Mouth. You got a sunflower seed stuck to your jeans. Sit down in the hot seat. My mouth is full of sunflower seed. This is your moment to be interviewed by Sid Floyd, and you can tell us about your bag of dirty clothes. That's going to get fucked up. So, the Grizz. Welcome to Run Your Mouth podcast, hosted by your boy Sid Floyd. Hold on one second. Hey everybody, welcome to Run Your Mouth Podcast, hosted by your boy Sid Floyd. We're in the shed now. Rob Bernstein and Mike Nice are comparing their dick sizes over by the baby skunk that's living uh, under the shed. And they're probably playing lightsabers and whatnot, you know. Pause, pause, pause. Crisscross, no backward clothes. We got fucking video going right now. We got the Grizz in the building. Fucking Grizz, tell us what's up, bro. You got sunflower seeds on your V-neck and a Red Bull freshly cracked. Can you give me a little splish? <laughs> Can you give me a little splish splash? Yeah. Um, Salad. That's good. Is, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. 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 What do you got in there? What do you got in there? Uh, a little bit of VSOP Remy Martin. Some, unfortunately, some Schweppes and uh, a little bit of Red Bull. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like my my speed. You got a cup? Should I take a sip? Oh yeah, I got a I'm cup too. A cup Here, take a sip. I'll keep it I'll warm. Pour you one. Yeah, I got you, dog. This is the Run Your Mouth podcast, bro. This is my new. This is my second podcast that's coming out of the shed. You know, I fucking this fucking Fajol Ron Bernstein thinks that he fucking <laughs> runs this podcast and whatnot. But all his fans really know. Once the fucking shed got in this, like it's been fucking, it's yeah. been a done deal ever since. Oh, hold on, hold on. He's coming back right now. This is uh, our co-host Ron Bernstein <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Mike Nishet. Mm. There you go. You didn't say one word. Wow, that was, uh, that. Rob was, <laughs> yeah, it, was it was an intro the whole time. Wait, Rob but you're still in my Red Bull? Yep. What? No, what the fuck, name. man? That's his Red Bull, dude. Right you come, you, you come into the shed and just steal come Red Bulls? Switch. Did I end up drinking this whole 16 ounce? No, he doesn't. Nah, dude, I've been drinking it for you. Oh man, you want? All right, dude, I've been touching the corn muffins. I've been drinking out of your Red Bull. What the fuck were we talking about? I don't remember. Okay, I think we broke down breads. We talked about diners, and now we've got you. You can. I'm gonna stand. Yeah, sit right there. You're cool. I'm gonna stand in the corner. Um, which means we only have one more news topic that we have to discuss. It's probably one of the most important issues that we've ever gotten into and run your mouth, and that's Chris Evans' penis. Did you guys look at this picture? I haven't guys... seen the picture, but I heard a lot about it. Is uh, he's Captain the, America? He's Captain America. So, so uh, the thing was that he like posted a story that his camera roll was on, and there was a couple of dick pics on. No, it. No, there was just one dick pic. Firstly, I thought there was two. 
No, there was just one. I thought there was like one that was like. Maybe you saw something different than I did. Well, I first thing, two. You gotta know Captain America. One was a he, meme. Mike is a he has his OnlyFans account. Yeah. So the first one so was a dark one. picture of his dick, where it was like I come, I came to kill the pussy or something like that. Oh, I didn't see that. I he only saw that? it was something. It was a meme on his dick pic or something uh, like. that. I only uh, saw. And then it was a, there was two dick pics. Or the, the dick pic I saw was just half a dick, where he was just showing the upper was half his of his dick. dick? Or his knee or something? No, it was just the upper half of his dick, but there was enough on the upper half. Of the dick that you knew like this must have a serious base like it both looked like thick and had but you got to know what going into this captain america's got a big yeah. dick like marvel when they hire you they're either making sure you got a big dick or they're getting you a big also, dick also he's also <laughs> two superheroes how come no one talks about that what do you mean he's, he's human torch he's two superheroes he's a human torch yeah but In they, the fantastic but the four. fantastic so four Reynolds, was though. so bad that they right, just try nah, and pretend Jessica like it didn't Alba, exist Jessica Alba when she they did, I never saw it she was only they did. in her bra and you remember <laughs> that pull it up I remember uh, Dark don't... Angel, so you don't tell me about Jessica Alba. You know Dark oh, yeah. Angel? She just came out with a new show, too. What's it called? Darker Angel? <laughs> All right, so just two things about celebrities. First is Captain America, if you're out there listening to the Run Your Mouth podcast, I feel like you owe it to us to just show us your whole dick at this point. Like, it's not cool just showing me half your dick. I still have questions. Like, just put the whole thing out there so I can go, okay, that's Captain America's penis, and I can move on with my life. I don't want to see a half a penis. That makes that, that leaves me with questions. It leaves me with mystery. It's like lost. How's this thing going to end? I, I can't sleep at night. I'm like, what does the whole penis look like? Did he did he fool the camera? Did he just show me the upper one third and he's got a thicker piece, but like the bottom half is like not nothing there, and so like there's no length to this thing? I want to know. That's first. Second is I forgot what the second thing was. There was definitely a second thing <laughs> that I wanted to know, but I can't remember pull, what it pull, was. Pull up the Chris Evans. Dick it's not that easy. To, it's not that easy to find. There's a meme about it. I think. That I think I think he, I think he made a meme of his own dick pic and it was on his camera roll. Why? Oh yeah, because I'm dying. Dude, you seen, oh. Yeah, but what are you it's doing? not this. It's not this at all. It's if definitely that. Would you say something to him? He he wouldn't spark one while the door was closed in the podcast. Oh, I, oh, so yes, I, I mean, I don't care. Yes, he would. You guys don't care. Yes, he would. Mike and dude, first of all, the other thing is it makes me wobble. Can I have one? I am on your side. Two hours ago, you're like, dude, I don't do. Did you find your cigarettes? I don't know. Can I have one? Nah. That's the problem with people smoking indoors is that if I'm around it, I'm smoking too. That's it. But, uh, I, guess it I guess at this point, Chris, might as well all smoke Newport. Anyone else want one? Nope. Can I have a lighter? I'm gonna... I don't want to hold Newport, but I'll take a drag or somewhere. Well, not mine. I have my uh, <laughs> handy dandy. Jewel? Go ahead. So while I... No, there's like some there's like some pic of his dick in the dark. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there was. It's and it was a meme, and it, and and, and he wrote it was like and he wrote like like here to murder pussy or something. It was something weird like that. All right, no one else had any other uh, inspiring thoughts about Chris, Chris Evans' penis. Not particularly, man. He's got a good piece. Oh, I know this that uh, he took the pictures down. Oh, here was the other thing I was gonna say. Got a, a picture of a have good we, piece up there. Have we had a single small penis celebrity photo leak? Would you take pictures of your penis if you're small? That's a fair point. It, it's not even there for you to but accidentally leak because you don't want anyone to know about it. Unless I feel you're, like unless that's you're a, working angles to find that good angle. And then, then you gotta like hire someone to come <laughs> over. There's a 
I used to have one penis photo on my phone, which if it leaked, oh, I would I know feel one. so... What? The Brett Favre dick pics. No, I didn't have his... I mean, saying I had no, I think of his, mine. No, I think his dick pics were not very... Uh, oh, oh, what's his name? The, the MMA guy also. He had the video of him jerking off, which was not an impressive dick. Oh, Ran- uh, Randy, Randy Couture. Randy no, Couture. it was Randy Couture. <laughs> yeah, not that, I mean, not that I'm packing more heat than Randy Couture, but it just was not and then, an impressive penis. And then he, and then he comes on his phone. It's really bad. The it's whole weird. thing, it's really bad. It's weird. I mean, yeah, you I'm have to... With you, I'm not familiar with any of these... The Randy well, Couture I don't know what you're doing with your video. time. <laughs> he comes on his own phone to finish the video. <laughs> it's really bad. Jesus Christmas. It's it's uh, it's uh not comfortable. All right. I feel like we covered all of the penis news. Have you ever seen... Nah. No, no, go for it. There's nah, uncomfortable videos. You ever seen Vin Diesel <laughs> dancing to Drunk in Love by Beyonce? No, pull it up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's almost as uncomfortable as watching Randy Couture jerk off. No. Impossible. I'm going to guess. It is. We'll see. He's like worth like 200 million bucks. Oh, he's worth he's worth hundreds of millions during this video right here. Is he drunk? Oh, yeah. He's he's look at Vin Diesel. Is it? (laughs) Do you think does he take steroids? Oh, yeah. He's on everything. Just I want shit just outside. Right? Of course you want some of that. I want steroids. Look at that. He just thought, you know, I'm going to set up my phone, go live on Instagram. <laughs> He's not even dancing, though. Oh, he gets into it. Maybe go through it a little bit. It's a long video. <laughs> but he posted this himself. He's holding his dick <laughs> while he's singing Beyonce. He's like wiping his eyes. I'm feeling his energy right now. <laughs> this is working for me. <laughs> it's Chris Brown. He's got the Air Max. Why do you think this is a good idea? Yo, he's wearing the oh, same now. Oh, he made a cut. Oh, now he's getting it all close to the camera. He did his own cut. <laughs> is he hammered right now? He's gotta be he's hammered. He's gotta be. He did the eye wipe like it was, it was like. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. There, there he goes. <laughs> yeah, that's Look, like he's cutting the video. He's cutting it. Who's cutting it? Yeah, who who did who did the awkward edits? <laughs> By the way, this pose right here, that's like the I just raped someone and I'm awkwardly trying to leave the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back up with my hands in my yeah. pocket. <laughs> All right. Like you were cool with that, right? Yeah. Like we're, we're on the same page. <laughs> well, he recorded himself and now it's on the internet. Like you fucked up. I don't know if it was live. Maybe it was live. Yeah, I think it was Instagram Live or something. Actually. Oh, so he didn't have a choice, but but then why are there cuts? I maybe someone took the someone. I bet you this is a ten minute video. All right, that is the end of the news topics for the week. And uh, last week I wrote a couple parody songs. We didn't manage to get to it. And what we're gonna do is I wrote myself a country song spoof, and I wrote myself a uh, you know a song about my hemorrhoid spoof, uh, and then I wrote two rap songs for you guys. But we're gonna flip it. 
Um, I'm gonna do the rap songs, and you guys are gonna do the the other songs. Uh, oh boy. Why are we gonna do it that way? Because the uh, rap songs are kind of homophobic, and I don't think you guys are gonna want to sing. Uh, and I know that, you know. I, I, I don't think that. When I wrote it, I was like, I think these guys are gonna love it. They're gonna think it's hilarious. But you guys actually want to have careers in rap, so you can't be on. Uh, I love gay people. Why yeah, you can't saying? be recorded singing this shit. Uh, so I'm gonna do the rap stuff. It's gonna be bad, but fuck it. I've been drinking. I've got a Newport in my hand. I don't give a fuck. I've been drinking. I've been <laughs> smoking. That's a, that's a song. We we're just listening. Oh, really? Yeah. Look at that. I picked up the lyrics. So, uh, I don't think we're going to get this smooth and all cut, but you guys, uh, let's, uh, this first. We know you practice. The lyrics no, are no, no, good. No. The first <laughs> one, dude, the first one I've lined up perfectly, but you're going to want to probably check out the song once, and then we have to find the instrumental. But I, I have this one lined up perfectly. Down on the farm. So that's the vibe. Every morning, every morning, every morning I wake up home alone. Not much to do since my office is closed. You don't remember uh, the lyrics that you wrote? No, no that's our lyrics. Hey, this is for you guys to sing. I'm We're gonna, gonna do edit. Shit, you guys gotta do this one. We're gonna do edit. I go back. We're gonna run it back. When does it kick off? Oh, it's actually it's you know what? Start us off. Every morning I wake up home alone. Not much to do since my office is closed. I make myself some breakfast, take a shit or two. Then I start to wonder what else I can do. Pretend like I'm gonna get some work done. Six hours of youth later, my day is mostly gone. Guitar You gotta pull it back. We missed the <laughs> We just fucking spaced on the next line. <coughs> After all that TV, I'll eat some more food. Then I'll be my me watching Lobster 2. Feel real bad about the flow of my day. Open up some beers, drink my troubles away. A little after that, some shit from my bong. Starting to think this COVID was bullshit all along. There isn't much left to do at home. I've already talked to my friends on the phone. Jerked off so much, I think I've done my dick harm. But no leaving this apartment news has me alarmed. No, 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 no. That's it. That's all I wrote. I ate some food not long ago. <laughs> Now I wrote this next one. That was good. Where was Talk Sid in that duet? Kelly got a Grammy. I didn't hear really? your vocals on that one. Yeah. What for? Cause it's hard. I think I'm about it over and over again. I keep on picturing you again. And it hurts so bad. Oh, did you say the N word? So bad. I don't think I did. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, Grammy for this shit right here. 
over and over again. All in my head. Oh, I've heard this song. Over and over again. Yeah, you heard it in your dreams. Oh, you with him. I got so bad. I think this is the strip club song again. that when it comes on, you start getting a lap dance to this. You're like, this sucks. I can take it. Sad. <laughs> yeah. With the arms wide open. Your lap dance is so, bro. You're like, what the fuck am I doing? It's Tuesday morning. It's 10:30 on a Tuesday fucking morning. The omelet you ate is starting to hit this your is stomach. How you, you got an omelet at the strip club. Yeah. It made breakfast just for you. No, you should wake up to this song every day. Brush your teeth. Look in the mirror. Over and over. All right. <laughs> All right. Someone else has to take this next one. It's real short. It's, I uh, like the duet, but Sid wasn't. Weekend blind. I didn't hear those vocals. No, 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 no. It's not this one. This is. This is for you got. Wait, you got to go back to the song so I can tell you what it's for. I don't remember. This one right here, blinding. No, no, no. It's not that. We're gonna skip that one. That one I didn't line up right. Um, this is supposed to be to, uh, John Fogarty's uh, the rain. Uh, I'm really drunk. <laughs> All right, Fogarty, dude. John Fogarty. No, but it's really, it's not, it's not, it's uh, Credence. It's Credence. Um, arms wide open. No, no, no. Credence. Arms wide open. Have you ever seen the rain? Have you ever seen the rain? Yeah, yeah there you go. Seen the rain. Yeah, you keep ruining very, very classic songs. <laughs> oh my bad. Well, you're gonna <laughs> like Let me this do one. the Bob Marley one last week. Fucking no I don't think you ruined that. No, no keto. He's ruining it for This me. one's real short, but it it fits. Which one is this? All right. No, this is the uh, wrong song. I messed up. Hold on one second. Oh no, no, this is the right song. No, no, it's the right song. It's the right song. Long ago. Why is everything that you write for me associated with my diet? It's not about you. It's about him. It's because <laughs> my stomach's been bothering me. <laughs> it's his stomach. We're just... Hastened to not too long ago. Now my stomach's gonna explode. Now my stomach's gonna explode. I know. I shouldn't be eating dairy. This is kind of about me. <laughs> Oh, I, I want to know. No, I started it from the second one. Yeah, That's my own fault. I need a doctor. A shinery. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I want to know if your rectum is in pain. Pause. I need a doctor. Who maybe can explain <laughs> why my, my hemorrhoids won't go away? <laughs> I wish I could see into your brain while you're fucking writing. No, because you know what? Some hemorrhoids are forever. Nah, that's herpes, dude. No, hemorrhoids too. No, I'm naming the episode Hemorrhoids Are Forever. Chris Evans, yo. Some. His dick pic, he was a human torch. He probably has the herpes. He got the burns. Or he has spreading the fire. He's robbing the fire. There you go. Robbie the fire spreading the... Robbie the fire is just a fucking metaphor for herpes. <laughs> I'm herpes free, baby. For life. Robbie the fire is for life. I hope for life. Herb freeze? I, I, I doubt I'll make it to the finish line herpes free, but for nobody, now... Nobody does, bro. For now, I'm still going. Nobody does. For now, I'm still going. <laughs> what? Have you ever seen statistics? Like, have you ever seen 84 herpes? These statistics. 
Well, luckily, some people just don't share. <laughs> They're all about statistics. Like you know. 84 of people have herpes. <laughs> and uh, 75% version. of those people are in this room. <laughs> I think 100%. <laughs> Wait, why are you going to the... Why are you reopening it? Because I closed it by accident. Oh, you and stupid son of a bitch. He's an opener. He's fucking Cabo Cole. Uh, you want to take the the first Cardi B one? Yeah. <laughs> I'll set I'll set it up. I'll set it up. No, no, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna skip the weekend because I didn't get it lined up. I didn't get it lined up, and it's um. So let's go with the Wet ass. Uh, yeah. So I I'm not I'm not too familiar with Cardi B. Except that she had that uh, Candace <laughs> Candace Owens let her yeah, have it. It's all BTS, shit. which was so funny when Candace Owens, because she's like a really attractive, smart black lady, <laughs> and she was just like, "You dumbass, stay out of politics. They're just using you." I was listening to a couple of her songs, and they all sounded the same to me. So I'm just this is my version of what every Cardi B song sounds like to me. And so, all right, well, we can try it to the. Well, I, the other B, actually, now that I remember the other beat you had was good. Fuck too. it, let's just do it to this one. Who cares? It doesn't fit, anyways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you got. You, you can hit that rock. Just like this. I'm a dank ass bitch. Uh-huh. Yeah, my pussy stinks. Yeah. I don't really shower. My shit don't smell like flowers. Yeah. I'm dirty yeah. and nasty and sometimes kind of gassy. Because I eat what I want, like being shaped like a clock. Click. Growing a little chunk, it's what he really wants. That's right. I ain't well read. Nope. Got a body like a water bed. Wait, my man. hips moving, skin shakes. I move around like an earthquake. Shaking. It jiggles and handles. Something to spank. Spank that shit. Smack a thin bitch in her hips would break. Break, break, I make him come, which is hard yeah, to do. So hard. You gotta scroll down or I'll lose the tune. Yeah. 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 All right, yeah. I'm gonna, I'll take it back yeah. up from the next beat. Nah, you're skipping that line right there. <laughs> what? what you're doing? No, no, you, no, missed, no, you okay. didn't scroll down. Hold on one second. You didn't scroll down. They got a big boy with a thick-ass dick. They don't even know what to do with it. Not me. I can please because I'm nasty. So nasty. The meanest sucker. I'll make your face pucker. When I suck that dick, you'll forget your grandma's sick. Forget it. Your toes will curl as you begin to howl. Ooh. Because no other girl can make a guy feel special. Nope. But I don't want to make him feel good. Nope. Just give me that hard word. Yep. Yeah. 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 Now yeah. I ride it the best. You can put it to the put test. You beg for some more, then I'll show you the door. You to because the I door. like making men weep, Ooh. having them at my feet. Like, yeah. That is my thing. Being amazing. <laughs> I don't have more here. That's the end of the thing, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that, that legit sounds like your like encounter with a, with a, with a hooker. what? <laughs> uh, all right, I think that's it for. Uh, Dude, that sounds like your national anthem that you sing in the Denny's parking lot. There you go. There's the end of Run Your Mouth karaoke. So now it brings us to next segment, which is new music. And uh, the first week that we did of this, people were hitting me up and. I was, I'm just telling you every week we talk about different topics and I get like a handful of emails. For some reason, I started talking about that. There was one country song that I liked and 
the amount of emails I got from people saying like, dude, you got to check out this country person. You got to take out Like people were like all up in, you got to check out country. A lot of people emailed me about Sergio Simpson. And at first I just kind of was like, eh, whatever. And then last week I spent the entire week listening to Sergio Simpson. And, and there's what? No, well, there was a little bit of Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's still some stuff that's too country for me, but then there's some other stuff where he is rocking and he's got a fucking killer band. And I don't know if this is going to be your guys' genre or interest at all, but I'm going to play some of the better Sturgill Simpson songs that I came across because they're fucking awesome. And let's start with, he does, there's three appearances him on SNL where he's got this just incredible band and, you know, let's listen to a little bit of all of them. Ladies and gentlemen, Sturgill Simpson! I've actually listened to Sturgill's album before. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I have actually. Yeah, he brings in some different different sounds, even though he's like more country. Dude, his horn section is like. Wasn't expecting that uh, voice coming out. <laughs> it does not look like it fits his face. Oh, he looks like the type of guy that's definitely trying to buy a You know what's weird? You know how I like to judge music? Is if I can put it in the background and not want to change the song. Okay. I, don't, I, I think I might have said that before, but like, even though this night might not be my genre, I can put this in the background. And like, it's not like, or it's, if you not, can, it's making my head, like, you know what I mean? It's like, I can feel the music. Or if you came across it on the radio, it would interest you enough, you would turn it up and go, wait a second, what is this? Well, you know what's weird though? I'm open to all genres, but I don't like, and I mean, I'm more open to hip hop, obviously, but more genres, but it has to feel like, for me at least, because I'm not a fan of country, but I have to feel like, it, it has to just give me like, I don't know. I might, uh, it's weird. It's like, you can tell when the people are like, it's coming from them. Right. Whereas like some people, you don't know if it's coming from them or if it's like a collective thing. It's a world-class band. I mean, even and if he, it's not your genre. Oh no, yeah, you can, I don't know. The music is good. There's Sid? a difference, you know? Personally, if I wasn't using my microphone for the speakers, um, I fucking love it. I like yeah, you the, can pause it. I really like the uh, the horn section. Wait, let, let, let go for go for this jam and then give your comment. Nah, absolutely. I like jamming too. Like I like where you can just like freestyle and take a song. Where if you like you see it live, it's it you, it's not the same as the album. That's dope. All right, you can pause it. That's first of all, I'm a, I'm a fucking fanboy for the breakdowns. This would be my favorite part of the song. Okay. I fucking love it when they slow it down, simplify the beat. But that horn section is world class. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. They were playing hard right there. All right. So you know, just generally speaking, with like horn sections. 
some of my favorite artists, like when they jam out with the horn section, I'm like, that makes you guys so much better. Yeah, yeah. The second, like, um, Absolutely. I, one of the best examples, like, uh, Fish, I, I'm a fan of Fish, but Trey has oh, his yeah. own band and he plays with the horn Locks, section. Especially. What? Locks. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you know what? Everybody, I, I you know what? I'm going to also throw this plug in at the beginning. I'm on the Shedcast now weekly for like the last five weeks and it's a ton of fun and it's not too dissimilar from what we're doing here. So if you've been enjoying the Shedcast it's boys yeah, on, <laughs> no, it's just, it's got a little bit of a different bend because you guys don't run as many political topics, but if you like the non-political bullshit that we do over here we're doing more of it over there so go Much check it bullshit. out <laughs> yeah <Much laughs> but we were talking specifically about eating locks so that that's why there was that joke okay oh, so yeah. here was a it was a another sturgill simpson on the same snl with the same horn band and it's also just unbelievable how horny are they Ooh, hey all they're right. so horny this is the same episode that's SNL. rodney for you this is the same S- episode as SNL? So, I believe so. They're so horny every time I hit her, she beeps. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> That's actually not bad. <laughs> hey, I told you. Uh... <laughs> and he's so pissed that like the chips are stuck. Yeah, he's like, dude, they haven't had salt and vinegar for like four fucking weeks. <laughs> he gets a monster every morning at fucking 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> the machine don't have no salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> I might have to eat pretzels. <laughs> so you know why I wouldn't listen to this song? Why? Because it's too much of, uh, it's too easy for you to to make. It's. That's why. Ain't no ding dongs in the vending machine. But I'm about to settle for these onion rings. Yeah, I hate onion, but these onion rings. Only thing I want was this orange soda. They got no more Fanta. I'm gonna have to settle for some Nest tea. They don't have Diet Pepsi. I'm gonna have to get myself a Diet Coke. I'm gonna have to make this one my cheat day. Listen to the the horns rock out, though. First play for them. That's a hell of a band. Oh, man. I love the jam part. This part I enjoy a lot. Because it's like, you know what? Just everyone throw their flair into it. I saw the keyboard I player. I enjoy this a lot. The keyboard player looks like Neo from The Matrix. <laughs> oh, I think uh, Mr. Anderson. Look, listen yeah. to this slide. This? Yeah. Is he, trying to, look, with is the he trying to look like Jack Black? <laughs> that guy with the trumpet? <laughs> he looks like the dude from the, he looks like the, also, the line from the Wizard of Oz. the keyboard player is like too cool. You no, know what I mean? Like he's, like, he's doing, he's got, he's unbelievable at the keyboard, so just don't dress like a douche. He's like, uh, fuck, I was trying to make a Marilyn Manson, Miles Davis joke. And nah, he looks like John Oliver and Marilyn Manson mixed together. Yeah. 
Like a right, Miles Manson? That's enough of uh, this one. I agree with you. It's a little bit cookie cutter, but they're such a perfect band. It doesn't bother oh, me. The, yeah. Now, that, this is yeah. him on SNL with somebody else. It's got a little bit more, let's just say, Chris, Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. Do you know, know him? Stapleton. I don't yeah. know. Well, he, I mean, yo, you know what's so funny? Yeah. If you listen to Joe Rogan at all, then you know what these two guys are. Oh. And he promotes them a lot. So it's a little funny, but Chris Stapleton, I know he used to be a songwriter. You hear it here first, folks. Rob Bernstein does not listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah, <laughs> I listen to highlights. I like Joe Rogan. <laughs> I stand with Joe. But these are the two guys Loser. that he promotes a lot, and I'm just wondering maybe it's a runoff. Where's the Where's the, the people we don't know about? I don't want to hear about these two guys that everyone's heard about. New music means new to me. Let me clarify that. This sounds like the song that's playing when I take my first two shots of whiskey at the bar. It sounds like a Zeppelin song. Before I, I before I like just don't recognize the music anymore. But what bar are you at? You're not at your local, yeah, your normal bar. Kinda anywhere. Yeah, not because like uh, I, well, you're for Stanford natives. Uh, the fucking uh, fucking here I was called. It used to be Hula Hanks, and then it turned to like a country bar, and then this is what it was every day: it was flannel shirts. Fucking uh, Daisy Dukes. It's a good time. I'm not gonna lie. It's but interesting that, though that Sturgill can fucking rock on the guitar. That you know he's mainly the front man, but here he's basically playing the lead guitar, and he's unbelievable. All right, we. It's enough of this one. I think there was one more Sturgill, and then I've got. Twyhouse Road. <laughs> oh, so this is okay. In, it is actually in listening to Sturgill, I came across this guy Tyle, Tyler Childers. Okay. Um, yeah, never heard of and he had two songs that really just hit me, where it's like, fuck. So this is one of them. Early in the morning when the sun does rise, laying in the bed of bloodshot eyes. Slow. That's about the time my rooster crows. I got women up and down this creek and keep me going at my engine clean. Run me ragged, but I don't fret. Cause there ain't been one slow me down none yet. Get me higher than the grocery bill Take my troubles to the high wall Throw them in the river and get your fill We've been sniffing that cocaine Ain't nothing better when the wind cuts cold Lord, it's a mighty hard living But a damn good feeling to run these roads Yo, that's right, fucking, you, can, you can stop there. You can stop there. You can tell what, the, what, the, what the Shedcast vibes yeah, are. And that's, you can tell that's, hit, that's more. the illest that's one. Our vibe. That's our vibe. All right, one. so I like that yeah, a lot. I've got one I'm more. F- turn that into a mic mark. <laughs> <laughs> I like that because it almost sounds like bars. He's Yo, got bars. He's got bars. <laughs> he's got bars. <laughs> so I've got I've got one more from this guy. I don't think it's an original to him, but you got to go to the second. He plays two songs here. You got to go to the second one. 
but the second one is like as here this yeah just go with it yeah, yeah that's good cut his hair big mistake whatever I mean have you ever heard of Samson you ever heard the story of Samson I mean it's, it's fine I haven't cut my hair in five years it's fine I said that story I said that story to my godson I said yo fucking I was like yo that's why you're so strong bro you got that long hair and he goes is that why you're so weak? <laughs> <laughs> it's so kids, great when kids little kids nine. have great burns. why it appeals to us and I could just be talking like I don't know like but when we make when we make music just saying maybe talking for me but I'll talk for me and Sid right now for like songs we made we like come at it at it from a it's when you hear it it's hip-hop but we come at it at a different angle and I feel like I like country music where like all right I know it's country music but when they come at it at a different angle you're like oh like, well, first, this, this guy like, can fucking rock on the guitar. This song clearly just has, like, that soul factor. His mm -hmm. voice, you know. It's like, it's country, but it's not following that same. Right. You're, you're like, oh, okay, he's doing something different here. I mean, it is country. His song, his voice is country, but, like, the the flow and, like, it just it keep, it keeps you captivated to it. I remember this song. That, that one, you know. All right, we can stop it. This was uh, Tyler Child Childers Childers, and uh, I like Childers. What? I like Childers, I think. Childers, Childers. So. He he fucks children, but he makes great music. Oh. <laughs> uh, and the song is House of Fire. And uh, the house of Robbie <laughs> <and> Fire. <laughs> well, that's where he gets the soul in his I mean, voice. Got, it's the pain from it. knowing that he has to have sex with children in order to get his rocks I mean, off. He's got, he's got it written <laughs> all over. Dude, dude. Ronnie, you got my lighter on. Oh, my bad. He's got his. He's got it written all over his face. Clothes. I love I mean. how I love how right? Ron's got to put his mic to you, but Mikey can't. Uh, no, no, here. All right, I had one more song, and uh, I'm going to be 100% honest. This is not the most original or the best song that I've ever heard in my entire life. You can go to 210, but in terms of just random shit on the radio, I got home, and I was like, I got to listen to that again. Here, just press pause. It's very similar to uh, the Velvet Underground's Heroin. I believe that seems to be what it's close to, and I'm sure that they have different political opinions than me, but the actual lyrics kind of grabbed my interest along with the flow of the song enough that I was like, oh, I got to go home and listen to that again. And then I was like, all right, that's good enough to uh, to play as a more uh, like a very original song. So yeah. then it's going to be the last original. This heartless bastard's revolution. I feel 
like I've learned your style of music. Mine? <laughs> I feel like I can make a song that you would like. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> like, I know, like, I feel like at this point I've learned We should do it, like, yeah, we should do it. <laughs> make a song for Rob. <laughs> <laughs> this one yeah. is yeah, well, for Rob. We'll come out, yeah, it'll be something completely different. Ladies and gentlemen, Ronnie! Yo, imagine we, I'd like to dedicate this piece. Imagine we turn into to some, man. imagine we turn into like some alternative, like, funk country band because we made one song for, for Bernstein, Bernstein and it turned out sick. <laughs> The monkeys is what I'm getting. Well, this is, I love, by the way, Zappa was particularly good at this. I love when you're listening to a song and it switches genre on a beat and everyone does it all at the same time. Zappa did that a lot, but that definitely catches my ADD, like, what the fuck just happened? Revolution. All right, we can stop it there. Uh, that's new music for this week. Other than that, I was listening to a lot of widespread panic, but I feel like uh, I've talked about them before on the show, and they don't fall into the category of new music because I've listened to a lot of them. So that is the end of our episode. But before we call it, Let's plug. Firstly, check out the Shedcast. I uh, until you know at some point we stop liking each other, which I hope doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm on. I've been on the Shedcast every week. I finally got rid of tech, which is. <laughs> I finally got rid of tech, which means I can spend more time here comfortably. Uh, and other than that, Mike Nice CT. At Sid Floyd, and before we call it an episode, please sell, please play a uh, shed, a shed original to to you know play us out. Have we played the Lost on here yet? Uh, on Run Your Mouth. Yeah, probably not. You want to bring it up? Yeah, because that shit is fire. A young meticulous lyricist in the middle of little, little, little. A young meticulous lyricist near the clearing, the clearance is steering clear of interference. Only fear is just a little bit stronger in its appearances. Precisely what a mirror is, right? Appearing where your spirit is, embedded like the rhetoric of pyramids. That better get etiquette of a veteran better than them ahead of him. Rebel at the levels, talking rebels, better mention him. Hassan Floyd, baby tripping is a major high. Facts! I'm that cat that they tried to copy. Counting numbers, Fibonacci in the white jalopy. Gin and sake till she tapped me. Yeah, I like it sloppy. Dopest one, hope young. She, she called me poppy. Call it confident, you call it cocky. The younger version of the older Rocky. Skipping steps, you were slow to stop me. Pesto posse, basil on potato knocky. Smoking basil till my hazels drop. Went from listening to Petty while my cradle rap to seeing Master sand with his hand and create a rock. Down, we created stock. Now, got loud as a major crop. Cops ready shot. That's a way to hop. Wondering if Floyd's about to fade or not. You tell me. You tell me. <laughs>
did I fade or not? Label me the Salvador Dali in this music Punching blunts, young Muhammad Ali That's a huge hit Gave you my new mix, you wouldn't give two shits Unless I said I ran with the steel Like I'm too sick When you never covered your own back, they dressed you Never had a curse be the same thing that blessed you I mean, did they bring M16s to arrest you? Family carried the dream with what they left you On top of that, gotta be keen on who you're next to And who you put on who you put on Lost in deliverance, our thoughts of equivalence We only see the difference, consider it so Keeps it busy for a vigilant soul I'm on a Michelin road, on a mission with a diligent goal Used to think I wasn't ready, I was sitting in my Chevy Diving deeper in the Remy till my vision was slow Thank you Bernstein Thank you, that was Thank you. lost Alright, I got a question for you. Appreciate it. Okay. I think I'm gonna leave my car, get really hammered, and let you drive me home. Is that alright? Absolutely. Alright. Can we take a break and take a stab at me doing the cold? Oh open? yeah, absolutely. Okay. That'd be awesome. Alright, all let's right. take a break though. Cool. Peace.